As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Chick, chick, chick. What's up? Welcome. Episode 36 of the Former Action Guys podcast. I am Justin Kramer, and this week I have old friend of the show on, Michael Farrell. Um, yeah, he comes on. We talk about some coronavirus craziness that's going on around the world. He talks about his bike a little bit because he just got that out of the shop. We talk about, fuck, man, investing, music. Like, we're all over the place. So, really good episode. Glad he came on. Um, yeah, so Michael Farrell on this week. Also this week, we got our uh, next five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. This one comes in from SHD99. He says, as a junior JFO or Joint Fires Observer uh, in the Army, I'm learning a lot listening to this podcast, whether it's about things that could help me with the job or about how to start preparing to transition out of the Army when the time comes or almost anything else military. Uh, loving the format and the guest. All right. Hey, man. SHD 99. I appreciate that. I hope everyone's loving the guest. If you are, make sure to go on there and leave that review. Um, give five stars on Apple podcast. We're at almost 60. So get on there and leave the review. If you leave a written review, I'll obviously read it out here on the show. Um, also, if you haven't checked it out already, make sure to go over to our new YouTube channel on YouTube under the former action guys podcast. Uh, make sure you're subscribing that to the YouTube channel. If you aren't already hit the subscribe button, leave some comments under your favorite episodes. Let us know what you like about the show and, and let other people know that, Hey, this is a legitimate show and these are legitimate guests. And, and, you know, we're just telling history out here. All right. So I've even started to add some of the top hits from previous episodes. You can list some of the best, listen to some of the best stories over and over again. So make sure to check that out. And then finally, make sure to check out my website, jkramergraphics.com, and my Instagram page, at jkramergraphics. That's jkramergraphics.com and at jkramergraphics on Instagram. You can also email any questions you have to formeractionguyspodcast at gmail.com. Um, for the website, just real quick, if you go on there, you're going to see that it's mostly Anglico stuff. That doesn't mean I can't do your unit stuff. If you have a unit logo and you want it on a, a, a tumbler, you want it laser engraved on a tumbler, you want it on a hoodie, you want it on a flag so you guys can take awesome group photos, send that over to me and send that image over to me. I'll take a look at it. If it works, you know, there's really no extra charge. If I have to do some graphic design, I might have to charge you a little bit to get it situated for the, the item. Um, but if it's the if the logo is ready to go, then the only charge is going to be for whatever item that you decide to purchase. So check it out. jkramergraphics.com. Okay. And as always, I appreciate the continued support from everyone. Thanks for sharing the show with someone who would enjoy it. Please get the word out there. Please, please, please pass the word, subscribe, and just tell everybody how awesome the show is. All right. Well, here is Michael Farrell. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Um, are we are we up right now? Yeah. Are we moving and grooving? We are on, sir. <clears throat> I don't know what happened, but we fixed it. So that was weird. <clears throat> yeah. I've never for those tuning in. Is this live? Yeah, we are now. Eventually. I think we're gonna do one or two live. I think that'll be cool. That'd be sketchy. In the future. I like it. It'll only be sketchy. Be- I don't know. We'll why why do you think it'll be sketchy? Rules and regulations on the wall there. What I can and can't say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be a shitty time to cross a line or Wouldn't something. It? You know, Mention so many, so many lines that are not to be crossed. Um. Okay. Well, it is. Uh, what's today? Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Today is Thursday, and coronavirus is going crazy. Very nice. I don't um, know how to feel about it. What do you mean? So I know, like, in my head, I'm like, I'm not, like, I keep seeing people post stuff on Facebook about, like, the flu is more, you know, you you have a better chance of dying from the flu. Basically, they're dumb playing, like, the coronavirus, right? Mm -hmm. I'm just not a scientist. I don't, I I don't think it's that big of a deal. But again, I I don't, I don't know. Who the fuck do I, what do I know? I, a lot of people keep posting about that shit, but I'm like, where did you hear that, that from, that it's not that big of a deal? And I'm not saying that it is a huge deal. I can go the both ways. People are putting online that that's a huge deal. And I'm like, but do you know it is? Well, I think if you're, from everything that they're saying, if you are young and like fairly healthy, then it's not a huge concern. I just got an update on my phone just now. Did you? March Madness, MB, MLB, NHA post, NHL postpone their seasons. Yeah. Broadway goes dark and Disneyland closes. Yep. So anyway, yeah, so if, uh, yeah if you're if you're a normal, if you have a good immune system, you're, you're fine. It's like 2% casualty rate. Which and is- then... If you're over 80, I just heard this statistic earlier. If you're over 80, the casualties are like 85. Or, excuse me, 85% survival rate. Sorry. I was like, whoa. So it's 98% survival rate in general for healthy, young, younger, healthy people. And yeah. then 85% survival rate for over 80, which is your most at-risk population. So the only thing I don't understand is why are, why are, why are like sports shutting down because of it? Well, are they, are they okay. just blowing it out of proportion too? So... That's where I thought, okay, maybe I'm, maybe people aren't blowing out of the proportion. Two two things. One, there there are some and probably high risk areas areas that have shown that, like Long Beach just have has their like fourth or fifth confirmed case today. Los Angeles has had a few. Um, obviously, Washington State had like ten people die in one nursing home. I think almost all of them were in nur- one See, nursing as home. As soon as you say nursing home, <clears throat> because right. it's the older population <laughs> now. So I can see shutting down the sports in those areas. Um, people aren't necessarily, I don't think a lot of the sports people are fully like, Oh no, if we don't shut down, our, our fans are going to die. I think it's going to be, Oh no, if we don't shut down, 
our fans are going to get Corona 19, you know, or coronavirus yeah. and then sue us yeah. for getting coronavirus if they if they trace it back to the stadium. But why so okay, so how I I, I guarantee that that logic train or that line of logic has come into the conversation 100%. It's just so like when it first happened they're like, "Yo, China eating bats. What are China like what are they even doing eating bat soup? It's 2020. Why the fuck are there people still in the world eating bat soup in a a country like China?" Well, China is overpopulated. Yeah, but that has nothing. If what does that have to do with eating a bat soup? Well, I think that means they have less food for people to eat. So you're going to put a bat in soup and eat it? There's I mean, so many other animals out there to eat than a dirty ass wombat. What's the weirdest thing Not you've a ever wombat, eaten? But I like things a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> see, and I got dysentery. Yeah, see, but and the jungles and of Malaysia. Fun. That was for fun in Malaysia. That wasn't like I'm going to go down to the corner store here and eat some bat soup. Oh, it just really? doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand why people are doing that. And I also don't understand where, if this isn't, if the, the survival rate for this thing is so high, then is, is, is it getting it really that bad? It's probably not good. I mean, it's still, I think it's, they're saying it's still like getting the flu. So it still wouldn't, it's going to be not fun for like two weeks or whatever, however long you get it. Yeah. But I don't think it's like Tom again, Hanks if has it. I know. I saw that. I made a Woody meme him. and posted it Good after I saw it. Should have stayed on that fucking island. <clears throat> God damn it. <laughs> they better not fucking take Tom Hanks. How old is he? Uh, he, he, all, he Yeah, he hates Trump, too. You know, I don't... He's I don't, old. I think he's like I, 50-ish. Oh, way older than that. Dude, I was watching him when I was little. I remember watching Big when I was like in this elementary school. somebody looking this stuff up. Oh, last thing I looked up was Trump's age, 73. Yeah, he's pretty old. And they said he just, um, a guy he was just shaking hands with yesterday just got tested and was positive for coronavirus. Some Brazilian guy that, finance guy, I yeah, think, is what it was. He's got a cool force field that goes around his body that doesn't allow presidents to get sick or shot. I wonder, there's pro- I wonder There's. I wonder if they have some kind of protocol. Like any visitors, any any visitors that. come up, they have to wash their hands and shit. They all have to like, before they even talk. They can test. So they're in the White House. There is, man, I'm going to get this wrong. So... In the White House, there's mo- they test and monitor the oxygen in the White House like at all times. So oh, if there's really? ever like that a makes sense. if there's ever a dip or a change in in the, wherever the O2 levels sit at, that there's like a an alarm that no, mass drop yeah. like it's in basically, an airplane. It, yeah, it's basically like <laughs> a, they look into it, so they're able to to monitor all that at all times it. just in the White House. I, I guarantee you Trump's got something on him. You think so? Maybe it's a fake Trump, and the real Trump's just sitting at home. I doubt that. You don't know that. I watched him on a press conference today, though. He uh, was meeting with the uh, Irish uh, prime minister or somebody, the dude from Ireland. And uh, you could tell he's been busy. He didn't have as much makeup on. Yeah. Trump is a makeup dude because he's on, he's used to being on TV all the time. So he's always like, got. yeah, and you can tell it's not, not obvious. It's pretty obvious. He's wearing makeup and uh, you could tell today wasn't because you could see his freckles and shit. Oh, I was like, oh shit, look at him. He's got Big freckles. Big Daddy Trump's got freckles? Freckle face. Nice. Yeah. And yeah, so anyway, coronavirus. Coronavirus. So SDSU just sent out an email. We were supposed to go to all online classes after spring break. Um, we're supposed to start transitioning to them, but they just sent out another message today from the dean saying that starting after tomorrow, all classes are going to be online now. That sucks so, ass for people who don't like to do stuff online. The only thing that's not going to be online are labs where you actually have to go in there and like do shit obviously um but you know like 
I have to write a paper for my class. I have to write an editorial. So I think I'm going to do, I think the topic I'm going to choose is are you, how much money are universities going to save by not have holding in class, you know, classes. And are they going to give any of that money back? So for me, I pay $175 a semester to park. That's the parking pass. It's like 175 bucks a semester at San Diego State. That's stupid. It's fucking crazy. Well, now I don't need it. I'm a commuter, so I don't live on campus. So now I bought a, a parking pass, and I'm not even halfway through the semester, and now I'm not going to use it anymore. So you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. shit like that. You They're know? not going to give any of that back. I don't think they are, but I think that's going to come up. I think you're, people are going to start being like, hold on, wait, wait, wait. All my classes are online, but I'm paying this much money a year? You know, because like, even I think Harvard is going online and they're, you know, some of the other teachers still getting paid full. The pe- teachers who are specifically oh, yeah, teaching you can't, class. Yeah. You can't back out of their contract. You know, know, teacher stuff. So, yeah. So SDSU is full online now um, or after tomorrow. I think I think I have a class tomorrow, but I'm not 100 percent sure. So, well, I don't know if I, I got to check my emails and see if they've confirmed if they're even going to hold it. Do you think that, how long do you think they're going to do this for? Like that, I remember seeing the uh, NBA thing. It said indefinitely, like until for school, it's uh, for the rest of the semester. They no said, shit. Yeah, the rest of the semester is going to be online. Yeah, and if this is, becomes like an ongoing thing through the summer, which I don't know what the, I don't know what the chances of that are. But if it becomes like an ongoing thing through the summer, then they may in the fall it may continue to be online, and which brings up to again, are you going to charge full tuition for? for students that aren't even coming to class that aren't, you know, because you can't say you're, you you can't say that your costs haven't changed because facilities are no longer, you turn the lights off on, how much is that going to save? Yeah. When every, every room in a building has its lights off the entire day. You know what I'm saying? Just that. I wonder, Um, man, that's nutty. Workers, workers aren't coming. I mean, people aren't going to be there to serve food. Yeah. Like the food, there's like a whole, um, like food court. Well, Mark, uh, Who's uh, Mark Cuban? Mark Cuban is doing a thing now for the NBA. The people who are losing all the money right now, they work at the stadiums and shit. They're for coming him, up for his team. Yeah, 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 for his team. Um, I I thought about that too. I wonder, I wonder how long it's gonna be till like gyms start shutting down. You know, I actually te- texted my ex earlier and was like, "Dude, should we take take our kid out of jujitsu?" You know, because I'm like, that's about as gross as you can get. Cause you're yeah. rolling on top of someone, they're sweating on you, like they're dripping sweat on you. Like, I just don't. So, I, but yeah, I, but I don't, don't want to. Also, I don't want to fall into the whole. Exactly, you don't want to like, be that hysteria. person. Yeah, it's I just, don't. Are we overblowing it? I don't think I'm getting it. And if I do get it, I don't. I don't think I'm gonna die. And if I do die, man, that that does suck. <laughs> but it was just. It, it's, it's just the way it was supposed to be. Yeah, I, I feel like people like everyone's like, we need a plague, we need a plague, and it's like, well, here's your plague, bud. Go roll in the mud, dude. I saw people are so fucked up, man. I was looking through Facebook because I'm a loser that goes through Facebook comments. <laughs> I'm one of those people like, well, excuse me, sir. We'll have a debate right here in the comments. <laughs> um, but I was sitting there scrolling to the comments and there was a thing, the thing about Trump um, shaking hands with the other dude that, that has coronavirus. And it's just all like, good, he deserves it. Fuck him. And I'm like, what a bunch of just hateful people <laughs> where you're like hoping someone gets a fucking virus 
You know, like what a fucking piece of shit human being. Do you think it's disgusting? So okay, here's and this is and I would think the same thing if they were Republicans were saying the same thing about Obama. I'd be like, you're a fucking gross person. Like you need to rethink your values. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. No, dill. D i l l. Here's the deal. Do you think that that's what the plagues were for back in the day? That it was nature's way of being like, yo, we need to start weeding some of these people these out. People. There's too many people. There was some, cons- I think there's some like conspiracy the theory going around that uh, China caused us to thin out the population of elderly people. And it just kind of went out of control. You think? <laughs> it's a conspiracy theory. I don't think that. But how many people from China have died from it? Oh, a bunch. Like thousands, hundreds? Mm, I think it's over a thousand. That's not enough. Not, not, not saying how. I mean, if, if that's what they were looking for, so was like up. weed out the old people. That's not. That's not. Um, you're not could gambling be more than with how those many odds. people have died. Man, I think you get weird symptoms too. Like you get sleepy. Um, they said it's tired. Just, I'm like, I'm all about that. Put me to bed, baby. Uh, yeah. I'm just gonna lay here, <laughs> find something good to binge watch. <laughs> Um. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um. Oh, Italy's over a thousand now. Wow, forty six hundred people have died. That might be China. Oh, that's globally. I could work with those numbers. Italy alone is a quarter of that, though. Why? Almost, almost a quarter of that. I don't know, and you know, it's um. So it's mostly up north too. It's in the northern part of Italy. And they're having they've they put out an order at some hospitals to not treat elderly patients if they come in because there's their triage units are so overwhelmed and they're like triaging people in the fucking hallways and shit like that or they're excuse me their ICUs their intensive care units uh. um and so they're like hey look if you're over sixty sorry <laughs> you know like we're not gonna treat you well, that's, that's uh good. that's see that's I mean that's one of the downfalls of uh, being old. Uh, yeah, or socialist medicine policies, because then the government decides if they're going to treat you or not. Is it worth it? I, I just don't understand why, like, not to go off on a tangent on that, but, I mean, why would you want the government to control anything else? I The last thing I ever would want is the government to control my health care, which they do, because I go to the VA, and it's garbage. Why do people want, if they, it's weird, because the same people that hate the government, right, that are, they want yeah. the <laughs> They want their government to be getting control of their health care. Yeah. That's the fucking last thing I want the government to be in control of. Yeah, a big thing, a big problem. I can't find just China. I don't know why I can't. There's 4,900 deaths total in the U.S., though. Um, oh, yeah, health care. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't get it. I get I I understand single payer. Like, the people want world, you know, health care for everyone, but... Um, that's like, what the emergency room's for, you know. That's what we do have. Was it Medicaid? Is Medicaid the one that's the, one for the is. poor? I think that's the one that helps out the poor. And I know there's issues with it, but there's issues with every healthcare system. You know, there's people are looking at the, like right now. People are looking at the U.S. Like, hey, when are you going to come up with the cure for this virus? You know, when are you coming up with the fucking vaccine? You know, because everyone looks at us for that. There's a reason we're not looking to other countries for healthcare advice. And don't get me wrong, there's other countries that have really good health care. But, you know, Canada, 
UK, places like that. I bet that they've extended wait times. I bet that uh, right now, like labs, anybody who creates cures for stuff is just on overdrive, like nonstop yeah. trying to create. Because the first person to make this cure is going to be the you know they're going to you're going to want to be that first person. They're probably working 24 hours a day. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a ton of commercial. Like no sleep right now, just grinding. I'm sure, <laughs> but the the vaccine for it still will take months and months. It'll be summertime, end of summer probably, before they even even if they're like, hey, this could work, they still got to make it and then test it. But if you get the coronavirus, does it go away by on its own? Yeah, it's just like the flu. But there's been people that have that have been tested positive. Cured and then got it again, no. or tested positive Dude. again. Imagine that. <laughs> I bet. God damn it! Just I'm take on me. Round two. Just take me. Imagine getting that same slight feeling after you're cured. You're like, hang on, I'm feeling a little sleepy again. I, it's got to be like getting fucking double dragon more than once. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh yeah. <laughs> getting it twice, you're like, God damn it! I know this feeling. Like, I know what I'm about to go through. Yep. God bless me. <laughs> That's fucking funny. It's and I was thinking about it earlier. I was like, the double dragon is probably the closest thing that like I feel like that's what we're going through. Because you remember when that happens on so for those that don't know, the double dragon on ship is when uh, I don't remember the name of the virus, but it's like a there's it's a virus yeah that goes around on the ship and everyone gets sick. Not everyone, but oh a lot ninety percent of people, a lot of people, and we call it the double dragon because you're spraying from both ends, and yeah. you'll just hear people running you'll trying to someone, make it. You'll hear someone shitting, and you'll watch them from under. Like you can see their feet stand up, turn around, start throwing up, oh. and then just sit back down. And the dude next to you in the stall is like, "Make sure you got it, buddy." Like everyone's like, <laughs> "You'll be all right." There's like special showers. It's like double dragon. People can only yeah. shower in this shower. <laughs> yeah. you use this sink. Like we're trying to limit it. And then when it gets really bad, that's when they, it's almost like this. Like the whole ship would almost shut down. And yeah. they were like, hey, everyone's cleaning. Even everyone's f- grabbing bleach and water and cleaning everything. Even the food that you get is all wrapped in saran wrap and shit so you can't touch it. Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. Fucking they said that the, the reason that the coronavirus is so bad is that it, it can last up to three days not on your body. So if you touch like a railing, oh, for really? three days it's on that railing. That's what when I watched Joe Rogan today, huh. that professor guy was saying that. You know, I haven't seen that. Everybody keeps passing Real, that video around. It's super dry. Real dry. Because the, the guy's just very monotone when he speaks. And he's just so intelligent. He's I, he's not very good at dumbing it down for... And not only that, a lot of the words, the, the names of uh, the diseases and shit, you know, the viruses are mm-hmm. huge. And he's talking about all these ones across the world that he's just kind of rambling so on. So you kind of lose him? Yeah, like, he's rambling which one on. Talking like, about again? Dude, I don't like... I don't mm. fucking know these... Big words, Justin. Big words. You know I don't like big words. Big old words. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I'm 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 trying to get. I, I'm hoping next week I have a guy on. That's a Army Seaburn dude. He rogered up. I put out a. Oh, you did find my, one. Yeah, a few, I mean a few people hit me up, but he's local here in San Diego. So he was an Army Army Seaburn dude. So, and people are like, "Why do you want to have a Seaburn guy on? Why wouldn't you have a doctor?" Got it. Doctor's gonna come on. Tell us to wash our hands, that it's a virus. It's like the flu. They're going to give us the percentages. I'm wanting this dude to come on to talk about, or a Seaburn person, to talk about responses by the military and how the Seaburn community, what they would do in the, in the like if a pandemic happened. And not necessarily with coronavirus, but in general. Like right now in New York, there's a village that is like been the center point I think of 
the coronavirus there and they've put in a um some kind of quarantine of the whole of the whole town with the, everything within a mile they marked a point and everything within a mile is quarantined i'm okay right now like you literally can't get in it yeah uh yeah i don't think there's any movement i don't know i don't know how how thick it is but the military the new york national guard <coughs> is involved in it like they're there helping out and i imagine like they're seaburn people and i just kind of want to see like if if the seaburn guy was going to come in what would his role in that be? And then what can people expect for like huge, is let's, it con- let's say like a huge contagion breaks out, not, not a flu, but like something that'll like fuck you up, like Ebola style, something like what would the reaction to something like that be? So the guy was saying the guy on Joe Rogan, the like national, whatever he is, um, he's like the head guy for international disease control. Basically he's like a scientist he was saying that Ebola itself will never be prevalent in America. No. Because it's the the way it the way it happens our all of our protocol we have for health for food and safety and everything like that stops all of it. Yeah. That it would have there'd have to be like a collapse in our safety for like the F not is it the FDA or the uh for yeah, food and drug yeah. administration. That would basically have to collapse and like a serious thing something happened where we aren't able to monitor the control of what comes in and how it's wa- how it's prepared. And that's why we have all those, you go to restaurants in A, B and C and they get yeah. closed down for that specific reason. So he said that that'll never be a thing, but I mean, I'm not a doctor. I don't know. Or a scientist. Yeah. No, I mean, it makes sense though. It makes sense. It's just like a lot of countries there, their mortality rate for their population would, would be a lot better if they just had dr- clean water. Yeah. You know, Sanitation in the third world countries is, you know, I can get you clean water. They're worried I can about pipe it into the. They're worried about a lot of places are worried about eating anything. Yeah, you know, true. like bat I'm, soup. I don't know bat soup, and then you get the fucking fuck around and eat bat fucking soup. I almost bought a six I pack mean, of look, Coronas for us to drink while we were doing this. That'd be reckless, and I, I would. I didn't know. I didn't want to get the virus. Oh man, yeah, that'd be rough. <sighs> so we're on video now. Oh, you are. You're taping right now. Yeah. Oh, what's up, dude? Yeah, we will... Wait, uh, I should bring mine. Yeah, you know, like I was saying, we'll post one over here and over here, and then I can edit it and clip it in. Yeah, I'm eventually going to get more cameras. That'd be cool. Sure. I wouldn't mind having another one. I, re- I You really need three. So that's the HD one that you were talking about you bought recently yeah. for this? Yeah. I got to look up then and see if my camera can video that long then. I sure yeah, hope it can, Yeah, I found dude. out. See, I'm learning on the go with all this. All of this is like me watching YouTube videos and reading reading like uh, blog posts and like Reddit sub subreddits and shit like that. Like I didn't know I have a I have a Nikon D fifty three hundred that does video, uh, but it turns out it'll only do like fifteen minutes of video because the DSLR the sensor in it can overheat. Now yours is a mirrorless though, yeah. So I think it can go for longer. But I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, I sure hope so. I think it was 600 bucks. Yeah, <laughs> and that's kind of what we, Lacey and I, wanted to start. Maybe like a YouTube channel or do something fun and video because t- we're always doing funny, goofy shit. Yeah. Um, and I'm surprised you guys don't have a TikTok. Is gay, so I just got as one. gay as that sounds. Lacey has one. You had what's that dude's name that you were on his TikTok? Longneck. So that's why I got one is because once Longneck, me and him did a video together. I'm like, this guy has he has 20. No, two million, two two and a half million followers on Instagram. Yeah, for just you know, like that's so weird. So I'm like, dude, I wanted him to put on Instagram. I'm like, this would be perfect. He's like, I'm gonna put it on my TikTok, and I'm like, fuck, I don't. He's like, I'll tag you. I'm like, I don't have TikTok, and I didn't have enough time to make one, and I didn't know what Lacey's was, and I'm like, man, I really dropped the ball on that one. 
Yeah. I have one just because I wanted to uh, lock down the name for the former yeah. Action Guys podcast, but I don't use it. You know, it's just one of those, I'm not, I don't. I don't, Lacey watches funny videos all the time, but I'm just not into it really. Uh, yeah, I don't think I really do anything where that's going to be the kind of marketing I'm looking for. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know. I And maybe it's because I haven't really used it enough. I, haven't, I don't fully understand it, but. I'll mess around with it, but I don't like that it's another one of those Chinese-owned fucking companies, man. Yeah, and I, I thought about that too, but then I think, I mean, I don't care. Chinese feed bad soup. Yeah, but you, they could look at Fuck. what I'm doing. That stuff doesn't really bother me, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess it was different while we were in. One that would have been if you would if you would have had one while you were in, you would ended up on like one of those Instagram pages. So I got 1.5 million views that video's gotten. Of you? Yeah. Oh, really? So it's like, holy shit! If I had a TikTok, he could have t- he would have tagged me in it, uh. and then that's almost perfect to start because Lacey just I just want to do stupid videos like short ones like that. Like, I dropped the ball, bud. Damn, I sure did. Damn, he's a weird kid though. For he anybody, is I mean, weird. Anybody who's listening, damn long neck is like this. He has this disease that it messes with his tissue. I guess I was reading about it on his Wikipedia, which that could be a lie too. It's something to do with the way he's got this super long neck, and he's this real skinny. Probably 70 pounds, 60 pounds maybe. Dude, you described him to me, and I'm like, okay, how bad could it be? And then I, when I followed him, because it's a private page, but he has like almost yeah. 2 million on Instagram, I yeah. think. When it popped up and I saw his actual videos, I was like, holy He's shit. He's just a weird-ass kid. He looks like a meth head with like four inches extra neck. You know, about yeah, four yeah. inches of, like he had rings on his neck and had it stretched yeah. out for a little bit. So what happened off. is I'm at the gym, and we work out at the gym in Mission Beach. And it's like this really, to me, that's the nicest gym in san diego like there it's on the beach it's per it's so nice it's got a rooftop uh like a grass turf rooftop to it you can work out on so i'm like working out with lacy and i see him walk by and i'm like yo that's damn long neck and i had just unfollowed him maybe a month before that <sighs> and you saw him walk by in the gym in the gym so the he walked he, in the gym so i'm like on a leg press or something and he I'm like, no fucking way. And I just unfollowed him because this shit's weird. It's weird. It's super weird. I, I don't get I, it. I'm I, think not, I, I think I already unfollowed yeah. him, actually. And um, so he goes, I'm like, no shit. And the elevator's about to close. I go, damn, long neck. What the frick are you doing around here? And as he's like, what's up, man? Like, because he talks all weird. Yeah. And he's got a big old Mexican dude with him. Big fat guy, like a bodyguard looking dude. And damn, long neck's got no shirt on with it wrapped around his neck, like walking through the gym. And I'm like, what the fuck? And the elevator goes up, and I'm like, oh, shit, that was cool. I got to, like, say hi to him or whatever. And it comes back down, like, a minute later with his uh, with the guy who works at the gym. He's, like, the front desk guy. He was, like, mm-hmm. showing him around. He's like, yo, you want to do a video with Damn Longneck? And I'm like, hell fucking yeah, I do. That, yeah, yeah that, that'd be sweet. And um, so we go up top. Lacey comes up top with us. And I go over to him, and I'm like, yo, what's up? Do you, like, like what are you doing here? And he's like, what's up, motherfucker? Because he like, doesn't move his mouth when he talks. He's just a very strange dude. Is his jaw like wired No, shit? it's just weird. And he's like, let's do a video, man. And I'm like, all right, sick. Like, what do you want to do? What do you, like? And we're trying to think of something. And I'm like, yo, why don't I just bench press you on the ground? And he's like, all right, cool, man. And um, he was up in L.A. He's just visiting down here and whatever else it was. So I, he, he like jumps on me. And I'm like, before he gets on me, before they start videotaping, I'm like, oh, shit, like, I want to make sure I want to see make sure I can get a good solid couple reps out of him because I'm thinking he's probably maybe like 130, 140. Um, <laughs> and dun, dun, this dun. dude falls back on me, and I, he's maybe is 70 pounds at the most. 
So I was able to like, if I wanted to give him a good shoving, he would just come off my hands. So I'm like ripping him up and down. And if you watch the video, it looks like his neck is going to snap. Dude, I saw it. His neck was like bowing, like bowing up. And I'm like, like screaming as I'm doing it. And uh, after that, yeah, he like lacing him, bullshitted for maybe a minute. We were all kind of standing together and then he left. And uh, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh shit, can you tag me in that? And then that's when he said he had TikTok and I don't have. So I messaged him on Instagram. I wonder why he has an Instagram as well. So he follows me on Instagram now. Yeah. And he's like, I'll follow you. I'm like, all right, cool. So I messaged him and I'm like, yo, um, if you're going to be out here this weekend, come out with me and my boys. I was like, I guarantee, I'll bet you I can party harder than LA can. Cause I'm just trying to razz him up a bit to get him to come out. Yeah. To come out. Cause if, I mean, if damn, if he was to come out with me in PB, I probably would have blown a couple G's just to fucking rage my Fuck. dick you off. Think so? I mean, on a normal PB night, we're already looking you at You think you need to with someone like that? I feel like a lot of stuff would be free. I don't. I didn't want to. Like I don't want to give. I just wanted the just the wildness of that night. That night would have been. Oh I, yeah. I mean, I probably yeah. let be realistic. I probably maybe I would have been cool with anywhere like fifteen hundred bucks. I would have set aside for that because that you only get to do that once. And I love to party and that. But I yeah. Wikipedia'd him, and he's only like nineteen years old or twenty. Really? Yeah. Oh, he can't even. Because I'm like, I don't even think he can get in a. I'm trying to. I'm starting to think. I'm like, man, I don't even think he's that old. He was like, oh, ha, ha, okay, or some shit. He liked the message and whatever. That's what it was. So I'm in, I'm like, he's probably not going to come out anyway. Um, but I, I wanted to, that's why I put that post of that picture. I'm like, come out, I'll show you how to party. Just trying to poke his buttons a little bit. Cause he, and then I'm thinking like, this motherfucker actually parties with millionaires. Like he, I'd have to like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you think so? Think he parties with millionaires? Yeah. I mean, I when think I was, so. when his I was, videos when I was are always through, through a bunch of crazy weird shit, like in phantoms and shit riding around oh, or he's really? like, not all of them, but I've seen videos and stories and stuff. He's always hanging out with like gangsters. Hmm. And I'm like, I bet he's done some partying. He, the only videos I ever saw that popped up on my Instagram when I was following him was him hanging out with like B team strip or not strippers, B team, like porn stars and stuff. Yeah. 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 And, like, and that's what he does. He's making them do weird shit. Yeah. It's fucking it's he's just like degrading them. Yeah, actually, yeah. it's it's pretty bad. But he's with like that big fat guy, and they're always making him eat weird shit. I never. That's saw, where I, I stopped. Stop, I'm like, yeah, I dude, this is, I'm like, this is this isn't even funny anymore. This is just strange. I mean, make the most of your disability, I guess. Some His people, bicep is probably the size of Lacey's wrist. Yeah, it is like it's you, gross looking. The, it, like like how what if how he's skinny listening? He is. Don't be mean to him. Sorry if you're damn listening. long neck, my bad. big ass dick. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so that was that experience. I that was, <laughs> I think I, I checked it out while I was there. I think I put it. that in a hashtag when I tagged him in that picture. I put, dude's got a big ass, dude's packing heat or something packing like that. Heat. And then I put BDE afterwards, like big dick energy. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it would have been cool. Maybe not. It's whatevs. No He's big deal. Probably stacks $100 bills you could throw at it. Probably. Chicks. Anyway, I wonder, yeah. I wonder how somebody like that makes money. So, like, how he makes money? You think it's just a marketing thing? You think it's one of those, like, hey, I'll show Absolutely. up for 10 grand? Yep, because yeah. when you pull up people's Instagrams like that, it'll say, um, for meetings or for whatever, contact, and it'll have an email Yeah, there. they have a manager. Yeah, so I guarantee you people pay. Like, he's big in Worldstar. I always see him on Worldstar. Huh. And I'm thinking, like, I wonder if he's sponsored by Worldstar, because he has a Worldstar tattoo on him. It's still a thing? Worldstar? Dude, Worldstar, is, oh, well, I think, will always be a thing. There's so much attraction to that. I don't know so much attraction. about it, man. 
any any fight video of like so it started it started out world star you feel world star like you know anything was going crazy and people yeah. would videotape it that's how it started yeah and then instagram became bigger so now they've like fashion nova you know like the the clothing line Nicki minaj or i don't know if Nicki minaj put it out or cardi b i have no idea <laughs> you don't know like so fashion nova is like a it's like the gangster thing to wear, right? So if you're mm-hmm. black and you listen to rap music, Fashion Nova is probably something you would purchase because it's like d- derived to that angle of people. Yeah. So, like, they actually, I actually just looked in there like last week, and now they have dude stuff too, and it's very like hip trending stuff to wear. So Fashion Nova is huge on World Star, and the dude's got a World Star tattoo on him. So I bet that there's oh, really? some sort of. <clears throat> World Star is huge. So any huh. fight, any crazy like hood rat shit going on, or like it's all on World Star. It's I I religiously watch World Star. It's hilarious. That was big a few years ago. Yeah, it used every to be about fight fights. Video was yeah, every fight video was like World Star. Yeah. <laughs> I've yelled that before, and I'm not even videotaping things. Like if I'm out somewhere and someone's, I'm like World Star. Someone's videotaping this. Someone yeah. will hear it. World, World Star is huge. I think it'll always what be a big. branding like fucking accomplishment yeah haven't you seen the guy who uh the russian guy who pours milk on chicks when they party I man feel what like is his I name have. he always makes uh assholes live forever that's his clothing brand oh, no, i don't know that his thing is he pours milks on milk on chicks when so he's famous he's rich got a fuck ton of money and his job he gets invited to clubs and shit and they give him vip booth access everything for him to just degrade the fuck out of how women. weird is it what people will let you do it's so cool his job is to grade whip to degrade skanks <laughs> which i'm not saying is that's cool what am i talking about that's a, he, like, he gets i'm not gonna I'm he not gets gonna. paid to party and just that's it he gets paid to party yeah hey, i push mean the microphone just a little bit away from you i would there you go. i would love to do that that's it's just crazy that people will pay for that well yeah you get so rich and so famous at a point, I believe that now people are paying you to go to their club. You know, people like if Dan Blazarian wants to go to Vegas, Vegas is going to give him all the free bottles he wants. He's not going to pay for a single thing, and they might even pay him to go there. Oh yeah, you know, it's like imagine being yeah. that rich. Yeah, huh. you're you just have a completely different. Like I, it, I don't understand why like the super rich hippie like liberals that live in Beverly Hills, you know, they don't want guns. They don't want because they don't have to deal with any of that shit. That's not in their life. Yeah, you know, they're, like the, they're they're living a whole their their perspective on life is completely yeah. different. They're like, well, yeah, just take the guns away, and nobody because my you know my security team has guns, but take you know because they they don't they don't have to deal with money issues ever. Yeah. Their issues are like way bigger. Yeah. Well. In their own mind. Not yeah, not bigger. I mean bigger in terms of basically money wise, really. Possibly. Like for us, we're like, oh, rent, car payment. Oh, I want to get another car, but let me save, you know. Them, that, that's not even a thing. Yeah, that's done. I don't know. I like don't pay for dinner. Have any of the same to... issues as as very, very wealthy people? Oh yeah. Sick family members, I think's one. You know, day to day stuff. Do stub wealthy my, people stub my toe on the fucking couch. You think you have a couch when you're that rich that sits on the ground? <laughs> Someone better be holding that, that shit thing up. Better be held up constantly. <laughs> Hold it up higher, peasant. If I was just stupid rich, That's I'd probably stupid. pay somebody to tie my shoes. Why? I don't know. Why what, not? How well would you pay a shoe tire? Well, not strictly. Would they have? Tie my would shoes, they have more than one roll? I was gonna say. But I would definitely pay somebody to like do my laundry, fold my laundry, oh, yeah. clean my laundry. Laundry service would be like one of my first things. Like a maid and a laundry service person. 
not like a live-in maid, but someone that comes by every once in a while and cleans up. Just so no, you I'm thinking like a butler. I don't want to do anything. You just want to lay there, like, dress me up. I want someone me to Alfred. breathe me. Yeah, breathe for me. I just want to just pumping. soak it in. I don't I think have if time I won, to think about breaths. So I've thought about it. If I ever like, so last year they had like that one billion dollar, one point one billion dollar lottery. Take home was like six hundred million after tax. It's not enough. You're richer than, <laughs> like I'm. I'm thinking like, man, Dan Blazarian. He's only only I say like two hundred something million. You would have double, triple that. How much would he have though if he didn't party as hard as he did? Man, I, I, I you know, know what I'm saying. So like, like, I looked at buying tickets to his uh, Valentine's party he throws every year. Oh, does he throw? You got to sign like an NDA and shit to get in there. Oh, really? If you're not invited to that party this year, he put out, I think, a hundred tickets for people who he doesn't even know you know to come, and then hmm. those proceeds for the tickets are gonna go. We're gonna go to the Australian wildfires. Oh, oh, look at him. Twenty thousand dollars a ticket. Oh, jeez. 20 grand for one person to go Well, there. you're doing it for a right cause. No, 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 for sure. But 20, how many people do you think bought those? You think he ratios it out? Like, hey, this many are set aside for girls, this many set aside for dudes. I mean, no, I think, I think for that 100 people that he wanted to have tickets, it couldn't have even been 100, I can't remember what the number was, but I don't think he cares about that. Have you seen the videos that they make, the montages of his parties afterwards? Mm-mm. You've never watched a single one? Don't. I, You'll feel, you'll think your life is not even cool. Oh, where it looks like bodies laying everywhere. No, it's like, yeah, it's it's like. No, I've seen. I mean, I follow his page. You know, actually, he he's not must not be in my uh, algorithm right now. I haven't seen his posts in a long time. Actually, I'm probably watching all that dumb. Isn't it stuff. weird how like if you don't click on someone's photo or something like that for a while, you no longer you just don't see their post anymore. Yeah, because Facebook's. Why doesn't you? Know, why doesn't like Instagram or Facebook be like, hey, why are you even following this dude? Like we haven't showed you a photo in four months. You haven't said shit. Maybe. Unfollow. So Leonardo DiCaprio, is, he's worth $300 million, hmm. roughly, Leo. says the internet. You could have double of Leonardo DiCaprio. So I thought, okay, if I win the lottery, what Yeah, but you got to be do? smart with it, too, though. No, no, no. Just listen. All right. If you have 600... Say, Here are say, Michael's rules of the road. For say you got $600 million. Like, right? Fuck. You got $600 million. So much money. You could spend a million dollars... A month, right? Or say say you spend a okay. million. No, let's just say you spend a million a year, which okay. is still an insane amount of money. Mm-hmm. You could do that for six hundred years. Okay. If you spend ten million a year, you could do that for sixty years. Oh, well, no, no, is that right? Is the math right? No, that's without you any, for any kind of interest. Six hundred years or something like that. What's I'm, imagine I'm, the interest I'm a on that right now on six hundred million dollars. So I would set aside. So it was six hundred million after taxes. Yeah, take home because it was like one point <sighs> one billion. You know everyone you've ever met in your life's coming out of the woodwork. Like, hey, man. Yeah, but I have hey, $600 million now that I could pay people to make sure I never have to hear from them. That's the wrong... Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say you could just pay people off all the time. Like, Even if, even if that's the route I wanted to go, I could still do that. That's how people spend all their money, though. $600 million. I could go out to PB and blow a million dollars in one night, and it wouldn't. my bank account would barely even budge. <laughs> and then, get, then you're like, well, if you keep doing that, I could still do that 200 times in a row, and I would still have $400 million left. I've thought about it. It doesn't matter. With six hundred million, you can kind of do whatever the fuck you want for the rest of your what life. What would you do to like preempt all the? So for me, so I I wouldn't. No, no, no. Let me finish, pal. <laughs> I, will I don't care you. what you. I so I would. I would encourage it. I'd bring it on. I'd market it. 
I'd market myself as the Lotto You'd Kid. You'd be like the Shark Tank dude. I'd make an Instagram like, called the Lotto in. Kid or the Lotto Winner. Something to do with me winning the lottery, and yeah. I would market the fuck out of it. Oh, yeah. You got a brand. So then I would brand the shit out of it. and Everything's then I would, about branding. I would, I would have that make me money, and then I'd tuck away $10 million and let somebody make money off of it. Like, you know, I don't know, an accountant or whatever I would do with that. And I would say, hey, this money is for if I ever spend this other 500 and ninety million. This is my emergency money. This is my emergency money. This is my emergency hundred million. Literally, I, no, I'd put this. I'd put about ten. I'd say ten million, or probably yeah, you know, think about it, probably fifty million, and the rest of it. Why not put a hundred? Bring it on. I would. You have five hundred million dollars to spend. <laughs> Don't give a hundred million dollars to fund the generations beyond you of your family. You're right. Yeah, maybe maybe I would do a hundred. But I tell you right now, I bet that I'd give myself ten years to live for starters. If Lacey puts up with it and she stays with me, I'd give myself ten years to live. Because I'd probably die. You think so? Yeah. I think I would have... I, th- I don't think I'm mm-hmm. uh, capable of managing that much money and not doing it safely. Or doing it safely. There's How no so? way. I, I would... Uh, man, I'd, I'd do a lot of drugs probably. i do too... Not really drugs. I'd do more partying. I'd probably, I'd probably die from overdose or partying or something. If not I was not gonna a drug. If, I, I shouldn't say that. I should say that I would just do a lot of traveling and partying. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean... If I was gonna die from having that much money, it'd probably be because I bought like a race car and fucking crashed yeah. into a wall. Or so something. I'd, I'd go buy a, be my first thing I want to do fuck. that that move that song faded. You know, all I want to do is drive home to you. You've never heard that song? <laughs> no I'm faded. People are listening. They're like, I know. They're like, I love this song. So I'm gonna get that, and I'm gonna buy a Ferrari, <laughs> and I'm gonna go to Italy, and I'm gonna rip through like the mountains of Italy, just hammered in my Ferrari, blaring that song. To and if I the side if of I mountain. make it past that. And I'm feeling pretty good. Fuck. I would. This is pre-coronavirus fucking plan that I had. If I ever won the lottery, millions of dollars like that, I would rent a cruise ship for two weeks, put all my family on it. Be like, if you're related to me, get in line. Get in line. Everyone get on the ship. Two weeks. Two weeks. We're floating around for two weeks, seeing the world, seeing places, and partying on ship, and then wherever we want to go. For two weeks. And then as you get off, here's 10 grand, here's 10 grand, here's 10 grand, here's 10 grand. As they get off the fucking ship, be like, don't fucking talk to me again. Don't ask me for money. Don't talk to me again. Yeah. I don't mean that, but don't hit me up. Hey, I got it. You got some projects in the future? Don't fucking hit me up about it. Like, make your money, man. Shuffle. My immediate family, you know, my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister, you know, we would all, yeah, you know, houses so for everybody, it, cars for everybody. I thought that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If my immediate family, I'd probably give ten million to each. If I had six hundred million, but that cousin I've met when I was right, four right. that I don't know, right? Like, sorry, man. I don't agree. Like when Bill Gates and stuff. I don't know if I cut you off. I don't agree. If like no. Bill Gates, I think I read. I want to say I know I read this that he is basically like his kids are not getting his mass yeah. wealth. They're yeah. getting. They're probably still getting wealth. I'm sure they're fine. But I don't really agree with like I get like you want your kids to make their own path and do like make their own money, but why not? not have what if you have the money let them have you got to teach them you have self teach them right and wrong but you can do that yeah, at the same but, time and letting them i think that's when you run into people that fucking die and od real young you know? but that, you have, still have to be a parent to them you still have to like obviously not when he's 16 he's not he's waiting until he's 25 if you teach 30. them that money that money's nothing to them then they're gonna have no drive to do anything that's not true i i don't know man not necessarily i don't think it's necessarily true but because I you think can it, teach people like, i think you're opportunity for your kid to become a bum and not ever do anything with themselves other than party and have a good time with the money is a lot higher. If you go, Hey, don't worry about it. When I die, you're getting 20 mil, you know, like, or a hundred million. Imagine that. 
You know, Bill Gates would be the richest guy in the world if he didn't donate as much money as he did to charities. Really? Yeah, he's that's the only reason that Jeff Bezos passed him is because Bill Gates has given like I it's in a ridiculous. I'm not even gonna try to say the. I don't even know what the number is, but it's so high that he would be the richest guy in the world again if if. Uh, well, I know him and his wife are super big into like and to do with, like colleges and they do a ton of research stuff. They do yeah, a lot there's the Bill of Gates Foundation. Bill yep. and Nancy, whatever I think yeah. Nancy, I think is their name. But the foundation is yeah, it's named after the two of them. Yeah, they travel the world doing stuff. It's crazy. Good you know on. who also did that? Akon. You know Akon? Really? really? He gave power to like Akon. a fuck ton of people in Ethiopia. There's a joint in there. If you want to pull that out? Maybe I will. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. Too bad Tracy Offit's got duty today. He couldn't be here. <laughs> he couldn't be here. I love giving him those zingers in the group text. Oh man, why couldn't he be here? His wife had to what go somewhere. Well, I appreciate you coming, and I appreciate him attempting, because you both have family in town. Yeah. Yeah, so my parents are in town right now. You both have what family What a great time town, for them to be so. traveling. Who? Oh, your parents? Yeah. yeah. Welcome it's, to it, sunny, sunny Southern California. It's fun having them here, because my dad's retired now. Mm. So my dad, my whole he's been in construction for 30-something years. He's a superintendent of a general contracting company. There you go. He... Uh, He's always, I've always seen him as like the, he's always got a plan, right? He's always, he's the dad. He's like always, and now he's kind of like relaxed to where he's just like, Hey man, if I, he's like, I'm happy if we're not even doing anything. He's like, if I'm sitting at home, there's, cause I'm like, what do you chilling. do during the week? Like, do you ever get bored? He's like, dude, if there's a, if I'm sitting in the chair, like midweek, midday, just watching maybe like the price is right or something, nothing <laughs> going on. He's like, I couldn't be happier. He's really? like, I'm. Because he is, dude, he has grinded so hard. Like, he would yeah, get off think work and he get would out. go to a side job after work or go to a baseball game or one of our games. So, his, yeah. I mean, he was, he's was he been doing 16-hour days, you know, like, for 30-something years. He's been doing that his whole life. Yeah. So, now he's finally, like, I'm not in charge of anything. I'm not, like, he paid off the boat, the car, the, everything's paid off except for the house now. They owe $500 a month in mortgage because it was so cheap and they bought it in Genoa. They bought it for, like, 80 grand. So all he's got left is a mortgage on the house. He's got his retirement. All his, he just pulled out fifty grand on one of his investments. He had what? Did, what was? His, what did he do? He was a general. He was a carpenter. He worked for a general contracting company, though. So mm. like a if union a school, or? yeah. So like a union. Okay. So if the, if a school needed to be built, they went to his company. Their company, you know, they got all the bids from everybody. Union carpenters the, have good have or at least in Lafayette, Indiana, I've, I've heard that their retirement's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's really good. So right now, as he's retired. He makes basically the same as he he makes basically the same he did as a superintendent. I think he was making fourteen fifteen hundred dollars a week. Fourteen hundred dollars a week, I think, was his checks was his take home. Um, Which in Illinois, after tax. you know. So I think he's making right around, a little over a hundred grand a year. Right around a hundred grand a year, I think, is what he makes for oh, really? no college, no. And then that's not nice. including bonuses, side jobs. Hmm. So he we owe, I mean, growing up, we weren't ever hurting. We we're I mean, we weren't yeah. rich, but we weren't poor. Typical we middle eat. class, blue collar. We had, I mean, we always had what we wanted. He, he did so many sides. We had snowmobiles, four wheelers. We were taking trips. We were out, and that's all. He probably, I, I mean, everyone says that, but he's like the hardest working dude I've ever had, I've ever mm. seen. So it's cool to have him here now to see this. He, he got a little high with us the first couple of nights because he was a rebel <laughs> as a kid, dude. He was, a, he was telling us all these crazy stories as a kid they used to do. Like, yeah. Um, so to see him like that now is so cool to me because it's like. He can finally just like chill out because hmm. once you retire, it's kind of, it sounds weird, but you, now you just, your, your only job is to stay as healthy as you can until you die. You know, like once you retire, it's kind of, that's why it's probably healthy for people to like pick up 
hobbies. You gotta and have shit. hobbies. Yeah, because... you gotta be doing something. And I'm I'm sure he will. He'll probably pick. I mean, he's he's so now he's always making chairs and shit for my brother and my sister, like because he knows he's a woodworker, so he knows how to make these crazy, complex, beautiful. Mm-hmm. He made her like he's my my sister saw this wine chair on Instagram on Facebook the other day. It's like this real big chair and it has like a wine bottle holder next to it and like um, it's made out of a big spindle, a wooden spindle, you know. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah, so it looks like a about. throne. Yeah. So he made one of those real nice for her. And then Eric wanted one. So he made them for Eric. And he's always at my brother's house working on Good something. Good with his hands, huh? He came to my house and I had my refrigerator door handle switched to the other side so it opens up the right way. I had my dryer door switched the same way so it opens toward the washer. All my doors and my the hinges were fixed because they were kind of creaky. The fan was fixed. The shed was... Everything was fixed within a day and a half of him being here. Because he just loves to do it. He just lo- like... And now he's and just doing he, it for fun. He goes to home. We went to Home Depot. He spent like 150 bucks. He bought it all. He always sp- buys everything when he's here. You know, like he just loves being like that. Like Tell him he can come over to my place anytime he wants. <laughs> come fucking hang out. He can build the <laughs> Carpenter's mirror. That's the one thing I wish I would have, as I was a kid watching him. Do, Cause he would always invite, come to the side or like the side yeah. job with me. I'll pay you. And as a kid, I'm like, nah, I don't want to go do that shit. Mm. That's the, a pretty big regret. I would say. I used to go do that stuff with my uncle. He can, I mean, the shit he can build is it's, and it's so precise. Like being a carpenter is hard because like an eighth of an inch is an eight, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's like welding. If you're off by an eighth of an inch, you can't stretch metal. It's very hard to like stretch wood as well. You know, it's a, it's a very clean finish. Everything he has looks like you bought it in a store. It's so, it's just crazy to me how good he is at it. It's called being a professional. Literally. Like he could, I mean, he would help his, like him and his buddy built a a house from the ground up, found like everything with the found everything. They'd build a house. And I'm like, imagine being very able to rewarding. have the knowledge of that to do that. It's very rewarding too, because you're like, man, I built that. Like, you yeah, can yeah. Look at, you yep. can look at it and be like, man, you're gonna burn the whole tip of that thing off. Is it? What is, what is going on here? Uh, what do you do? Because you're like burning the end rather than lighting it. Yeah. You don't heat it up like a. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. What are you doing? I'm sorry, bud. No, that's cool. Um, they're in town for a while, so luckily for those that don't live in the San Diego area, we have had some shitty weather. Yeah, look, during the coronavirus, it, too, they came out. It has been, oh, yeah, coronavirus in San Diego. Well, there's only one person in San Diego with it, I think. It's been pretty gnarly, the weather, though. Like, it's been super rain, And they it's got garbage. here, and it was beautiful when they got here. And now I looked at the weather the other day, and it was rain for, like, 10 days straight. Yeah. And we're trying. I want to go ride. I just got the bike back being fixed, so that's cool. But, and he, he's just going to rent one down at like the Harley dealership or something, but it's shitty weather all day. Yeah. I just picked up the bike this morning, right before I came here. <laughs> How'd it sound? Pretty mean, dude. It sounds tight. It sounds very, just tight and very like, you know, sometimes you can hear a motor that's kind of beat and a little worn. Yeah. Oh, like you rev it up and it kind of lags. This thing sounds very like crisp. So you gotta, I'm excited to go just beat the shit out of it. I don't know what the break-in time is. I was going to say, do you got to put in like a certain amount of break-in miles? Usually you do if you do pistons and rings, um, but I didn't do... The pistons and rings are already used, so they're already the same ones. It's just the cylinders that are new, but it is almost like hmm. I might want to take it because they're all nickel-plated, the inside of the cylinders are, so they're very tough, but I bet that there is still a break-in period. Usually it's like 30, 40 miles, and you don't ride it hard, or 100 miles. Um, Dang, I was going to say 500 for like a car, it would be. They're just yeah. so much bigger than a that's, that's what I'm used to, like a car. So yeah, like 500 but, before you got on it. And that from like the factory, if you buy the bike factory, usually I think it is 500 miles mm. or 250 or something like that. But I don't like just to get everything flowing. I'm not a fan of waiting on stuff. <sighs> I would say at least 100. That's easy though. 
You know, 100 yeah. miles right up to San Clemente and back. Yeah. You know, that's probably, that's not 100, but that's got to be close. I think the fastest we ever made it from Oceanside to my house, it's like a 45-minute drive. I think we made it in like 28 minutes or 26 minutes from your house specifically to my house. Oh, really? On the bike was like 28 minutes or something like that. That is fast. We were fucking booking it, dude. That's sketchy. <laughs> we were hauling ass. Do you know like all the bumps in between here yeah. in Oceanside? You know the big specific dude, one, right? That, where the yeah. 805 and the 5 come together. That I giant hate that. in the Jeep where it's just like. Poof. Yeah. Yeah. That's that when I grab the handle with both wheels in the Jeep if I'm doing 80. The Jeep, uh, the Jeep Wrangler is not. Both wheels. It's like wobbling. Or both hands on the wheel, excuse me. Yeah, so I'm excited to take them out to like Julian area. I've never been. It's supposed to snow in Julian in what? like two days. Are you serious? Yeah. When are you going? <clears throat> well, it depends. It's now it's, it says it's supposed to be nice this weekend, so maybe go right out there this weekend. I have a uh, I have the kids this weekend. I'll roll up there with you if you guys go. Yeah, I'll roll. Oh, I'll, I'll just take the jeep up there. Yeah, I want to go back. That would be cool. Actually, we could jump in the jeep and go back. And like, I was gonna uh, say, if it's snowing, let me know. We'll get fucking chains because they'll make you have chains yeah, up on yeah. the mountain. So I'll get changed and we can park your car and then... Oh, no, they brought their Yukon out here too. We could take that. Oh, big, is it like four-wheel drive? seven-seater, yeah. Yeah, Yukon's four-wheel drive, right? Dude, it's got air-conditioned seats in it. Oh, really? Oh, my God, Did damn. those actually work? Yeah. So I've, seen, I've seen those advertised. I'm like, oh. So what it is, is it's like a picture, like a mesh a mesh coating on the outside of the the center part of the seat and your whole bottom seat. It's like a mesh top yeah. with a bunch of little holes in it. Yeah. So there's probably air-conditioning air units through. running through it, that, but it's actual air air conditioning air like the chilled cold air so it feels is it really, weird the first time you yeah, do it or it feels like, really good it just chills out the seat hmm. so like in a hot summer day that would be perfect because my, my car's leather and in the summer it sucks ass oh i bet i don't have i don't have cooled seats my jeep's all black so you should nice tint those windows i saw a jeep the other day yours exactly with tinted windows and it looked mean i need well the back's tinted obviously That's the front right. i need to get tinted yeah yeah, but I'm not gonna go super dark in the front. I don't I like wouldn't. how it sucks riding at night. Like I was say, I don't like how everybody I know it looks good, doesn't they? But they're all like, dude, I'm scared at night when I'm taking a turn. I'm like, oh, yeah, here I we got five go. percent in the front. That's too much. You I'm surprised you don't shit. get pulled over for that. Don't jinx me, bud. Knock on wood. Yeah, that would be a rough day. I wouldn't like that. Cameron's been pulled over a couple times. Has he for his tent? Cameron's gangster because he why. has that limo tent too. Cameron is gangster. That is why. Jay Kramer, media. Here you go. I yep. saw you put that picture up of me. I was looking at it. I think Gordon commented something on it. I want to look at it. Did he? What Gordon, old Gordo? What old Gordo have to say? Gordo, Gordo said, tomorrow said taco rice. What is that all about? Taco rice, man. Everyone talks about it. I feel oh, like, yeah. has, has Hamilton said anything about taco rice? No, but O'Brien and I were telling him, like, that's the first place. That, so taco rice is, it's obviously, it's just taco meat. But there's just something about that meat, you know? Like, it's probably cat or something weird, but we just don't know that it's really good. It's really greasy is what it is. It's, like, nice and, like, when you're drunk, it's perfect. Is it good sober so food, a, too, though? Yeah, because the next day you can eat it cold, and it's delicious. So, it's a layer of beef, like ground beef, and then a pretty thick layer of a, a nice bed of mulch, if you will, <laughs> of um, white rice. Sticky. Um, and then... Of course. Or no, maybe it's rice, beef, and whatever. And then it's cheese, but it's this really thick cut cheddar cheese sliced mm. or uh, shredded. Yeah. But the shreds are really thick. Yeah. And then they put like that Valencia sauce on it. That oh, red, that like, sauce? no, oh. like that red. It's like a uh, tapatio, but not as hot, more like sweet. Oh, uh, okay. It's real thick, right? It looks like really runny ketchup, kind of. Yeah. That is the most delicious shit you'll ever eat drunk. It is. Hmm. And it comes in this it's nice a bold little statement. Tin. 
If I could eat, yeah, if I, yeah, I'm very confident with saying that's my number one. If I could eat that anytime I was drunk, I'd eat that. There's a ton of people out there that would probably agree with you. Because that's is, all fucking dudes that from Okinawa talk about. But I'm telling you, it's not like, th- I've rice. never had meat like that. So I'm guessing it's, in all honesty, I don't, I don't, I don't know what meat it is, but it's. Is there only one place that makes it? No, there's a bunch of places that make it, but there's a couple specific places in Kintown that everybody knows about. What's the place? What's the one place you get? You the taco White Kitchen, rice? if I remember correctly, is, is that what it was called? Fucking delicious. The they White always have Kitchen. Co- I've seen there's an there's a meme about the old the old guy that everybody knows in 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 Okinawa. I think you posted it not long ago in your story. It was like, everyone knows this. If you've been to Okinawa, everybody knows this guy. Oh. And it's like an older, old-ass Asian dude in, in like a kitchen. It's it's from the white kitchen. That's yeah. where everybody used to get it at. I've seen cockroaches the size of like half of my fist crawl up the back of that wall while he's all in there making food. And I'm like, whatever, dude. Oh, really? Because Kintown's so filthy. That's how you get fucking coronavirus. Kintown is so filthy. But Really? Kintown is like at night it just looks like everything's covered in piss and it's just got that piss kind of smell where you're like but you're is that where all the bars are at though so this town is meant for marines man it's just got tattoo shops strip clubs massage parlors um and bars like that's literally it. it and it's like this town the size of uh i don't know dude like half of 41 area a quarter of 41 area not even like anglico's area basically yeah just side streets and shit of just nothing but bars loaded with bars everywhere. Hmm. And all the bars are cool. Cause there's like a, a, a specific bar just for rock bands. Like it's a, it's a grunge rock band bar. There was like East coast, which was kind of cool for everybody. There was like the gangster rap bar, you know, like the hoodlums would hang out at is a rodeo bar, which had like a bowl in it, a mechanical bowl. All the country dudes would hang out in that bar. Do they have American like, places there or is there like an american village somewhere else? there's a place called american village okay you take the bus to go to it. it had like a ferris wheel and all these shops and shit which is pretty cool but you have to get on the green line to get there nobody wanted to ride the loser cruiser so <laughs> is that what it was yeah you i mean if you were there the devil dog express I mean, we were just so fucking drunk all the time i told you we're i'd say no shit probably four four days a week we were blacking out or browning out like of just mm-hmm. Just getting because it was always dudes. You never were out looking for girls. You were just there's just you're, it's just you and your buddies. It's the second you got off work was just trying to see how fast you can get drunk, and we would just get fucking hammered. Yeah, and that's where I learned my partying from. So my twenty, I was there. I turned twenty one when I moved there. Or I oh really? So I was only twenty one. So Can't, I I never really experienced the bar scene. I thought I'm, they let you drink underage there. They probably do. I turned twenty one in boot camp. Oh, so I should say I was. I had never realized, uh, been in part of the bar scene before, really, mm. because I turned 21 in the Marine Corps. And then I went Gosh. to Okinawa, and with 29 Palms, I didn't drink there. What a shitty way to turn 21. Right? So, Okinawa taught me what partying was. I knew what partying was because I partied a lot before I joined you, but never like in the bars. And I didn't have any bills. I had a phone bill. It was $90 a month, and that was it. And we were making yeah. cola. So, I was making That's good I- money, and, I, and then I was on the Mew so yeah. we were gone half time in other countries. Yeah. So here I am in Hong Kong on Halloween, you know, like dropping six grand in two days in Hong Kong mm-hmm. on just straight partying. I didn't buy one single. I bought a suit and I lost three quarters of it. I spent a thousand dollars on a suit and I lost it. What? Now I'm not even kidding. You got ripped off. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I think my tie. You could have got, got a couple boat, suits. My tie for that I had on that night was like a hundred something dollars. I got That's it from crazy. this place that was like, it was like this Egyptian silk cotton thing. We were at these like super expensive because I had a fuck ton of money to blow, and in my mind back then I'm like, 
well, let's fucking see how hard we can party. Yeah. And then that's what I came to California with that same mentality. Hong Kong's great. And it just hasn't left me. So then it, mm. and now that I'm like, well, man, I'm not really making as much as I used to. I used to, I used to party back in the day, man, before I joined. So that time period when I was trying to get in, I had nothing to do. I lived next to Purdue university, you know, for a little while I lived in an apartment, like basically right next to the campus. Um, so I did all my party and then, and then joined the Marine Corps and got married and had a kid like almost immediately. Yeah. So like you got a, a good, kid. like a good boot does. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd started drinking way less while I was in the Marines. Yeah. I, man. Yeah. I, I like became an adult. I it was blows, like, fuck. It, and I was 22. It's crazy to me that, um, the punishment is so hard on Marines for anything alcohol related, you know, cause well, at the ball, it's like, it's everybody. It's everybody like, well, and I'm talking Okinawa wise. Don't no, they fuck everybody? If like someone yeah. from the Navy fucks up, they screw everybody. On yeah. The I'm pilot, not saying right? um, Okinawa. I'm not, I'm just talking about the Marine Corps in general. Right. So like, Oh, the mass punishment, the mass punishment, anything with alcohol related is if, uh, or like if we go places, they want us drink or for even like fighting and stuff like that. I don't think that, I don't think you should get that punished for fighting when you're in the Marine Corps. I really don't. No, nah, I mean, I, I would say it would depend on why. Yeah, of course. And I, so, like, say we're out of the bar and somebody talks shit and we get into a fight and I beat this kid's ass. Nine times out of ten, I'm getting NJP no matter what happened. Yeah. I think that that's absolute bullshit. Yeah. I think anything where we're out and we're drinking <clears throat> and they're like, you guys are just all getting hammered. You should, that's who we are. We're, I feel like almost anytime there's an officer or, like, a, a first sergeant or higher, first sergeant or sergeant major around, you're automatically going to get NJP'd. Yeah. If there's a fight. If there's like a staff sergeant and there's a fight, he could be like, dude, what the fuck? You know, like one of those, like, yeah. all right, we get it. You guys are done, you know, kind of deals. But I can't imagine a lieutenant, maybe some captains would be cool with fighting. I don't know. You would think it'd be, they want you to take it out on each other and McMap. But then, then well, they, dumb. but Nobody... then the command gets pissed when people get hurt fucking doing McMap. You I don't understand that? it. I don't know. I do not know either. You know what I was thinking the other day is, uh, so yesterday we woke up. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Went and had some bomb-ass breakfast. Where at? Um, or no, yesterday. Was that yesterday? Where's your go-to place in San Diego for breakfast? Oh, dude, there's a couple. Like, yeah. um, Spill the Beans and uh, we went to that, that bagel place. I really enjoyed that place. Um, crushed and PB is probably my favorite, I would say. Have we been there? Have I been there? Yeah, I think so. They do like the, the flights of mimosas. Huh. Um, so I, yesterday, man, did, did Tracy make breakfast maybe yesterday? Now I feel dumb. Cause now I don't remember. I'm pretty, pretty baked. Um, 
Shit. Oh, so yeah, we did that, and then we went. We went. We wait. We ate food in the morning. Either way, it was good. I don't remember if it was at my house or not, but it was good. So and then good. we went to Oceanside, and we ate at LTH. We had some drinks at LTH. Tracy went up to San Clemente. We got tat- Tracy got tattoos. We were up there. San- What'd she get? I fucking oh, I messaged you and you never responded. Bad. I forgot. Damn. She got like a, a little rose behind her ear, like just not a rose, a little flower, like a, oh, little, really? a single needle flower. And then she got um, some flower shit on her wrist onto her forearm. Was that her first tattoo? Oh no, she has a bunch of them. She gets oh. one every year from Case when she comes out here. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and um, San Clemente was like beautiful that day. It was like perfect. And then we went down. Oh, then we had Harney. Sushi, which is like my favorite. And then we went and saw the sunset in Oceanside yesterday, which was really good. Was it? Yeah, it was really good. It's always good. Um, well, not always. Well, like lately, lately it's been real shitty. because The it's weather. Really shitty. Yeah. It's fucking weather. So I'm like, dude, this was like a super good day. Like th- I, this was a great day. It was in Southern California, like had a perfect day, a bunch of good ass food, hanging out with my parents. And I'm like, what a time to be alive. Like I- imagine yeah. being born a hundred years ago. We are living in the best time you could have ever lived as a human being. And people are like, "Will you just say that because it's your time. You don't know any better. But I'm like, no, because I, we've seen the path. We've done the whole no cell phone thing. We played outside. And then we got to watch the evolution of technology. So we got to be a part of technology going from zero, yeah. like nothing, to where it is now. Nobody yeah. else can say that, that, that I think. I mean, yeah, you can, but... The internet, um, cell phones, the real major changes in technology. We've got to be a part of like the birth of them and all the way up into what we are now. And now we just get to ride it out to where it'll be the best that we've ever seen and then we die and then... Hopefully uh, we're the first generation that doesn't die. That'd be crazy. I think next generation will be, or two generations from now. We're all going to get programmed. We're going to be part of the fucking... I don't think we'll make it to that. We're I think, we'll, I think we'll see maybe the baby steps of that, but I don't think that we'll be part we're gonna of We're going to be it. in like the Atari version of that. So that's what people were saying about VR. They're like, we're basically in like the Atari version of VR. So Justin's kid, Kayla, has a VR, and I got to try it like two weeks mm. ago. And it was probably... Dude, I mean, that's one of the most gnarly experiences I've had with technology you think so yeah what was really your much crazier than that were you playing the games on there or so my first experience when i saw kale with the vr i'm thinking okay that's probably where you're like you put your phone in like a little mount and like you're watching videos with your phone that are you know on facebook you can see the 360 videos yeah. i'm thinking it's something like that so i had very uh, low expectations i knew nothing about it so i'm like all right dude let me see this thing and i pop that thing on and you turned on the first thing happens is you turn it on and on the outside of the VR, there's cameras that you can't really see. So the VR can actually see what your eyes would really see. So it all of a sudden goes to that, but it's a real grainy version of it. So it looks real trippy. It's like you're you're using technology that is showing you what you're actually seeing, but as if your eyes only see what it looks like in a video game. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So if you, you hold the remote controls yeah. when you use it and you, you lift your hands up, you can see your hands in the screen, but you're wearing like metal. You're, it looks like you're wearing like a knight's armor. So you're like, whoa, shit, my hands, <laughs> like when you move your fingers, it's kind of like they move and you tilt your hands to look at your Once back you, of your hands in real life and the back of your hands in the video turns. So it looks like you're actually wearing this stuff. Once you get used to the buttons, once you get used to hitting the buttons and then you understand your eyes get adjusted to what it's seeing in the video. Like when I hit this button with my, this finger, like yeah. my finger moves in the thing. 
it, you forget that you're not actually moving. It's because your, your hand. brain like comprehends it. Yeah, because and then for and then you forget you're holding a controller and not moving your hand. So basically, what it is it's is your weird. your eyes are tricking your brain into thinking what you're seeing is real. So then your brain is letting off the sensors of what it would do when it is real for like touch and you know like when you push the buttons and it almost feels like you're pushing the buttons. It's because your brain is tricking your your eyes are tricking your brain into actually thinking you're doing it. So then. I'm like standing in Justin's living room and you turn to the right and there's like this big, imagine like a big tornado, like a, but a perfect cylinder just spinning with grid lines on it in the center of the room. And I look at it and it looks like it really in the center of the room. So I walk over to it and I poke my head in this little cylinder and all of a sudden I'm in a completely different room. It looks, it's like as I go through it and you look around and now I'm in this giant library like on a mountaintop and in, in like a dome of windows mm. so i look right out the other window into somebody else's dome way on another mountain cliff and it looks so trippy yeah and i look over and there's like a fireplace roaring with a fire and i'm in like a big room you can tell it's a video game but things at a distance it you're almost so, like it's so clear at depth you're like what in depth i'm almost like holy shit you think you're in a big room so i yeah. like walk in this room and um I start playing the video games where I'm, I'm fishing. Mm. So I was fishing at my house. Oh, so I tried that before I, I it's tried comfortable that before I'm I sitting on a couch you. and like the fishing yeah. pole, you're holding the fish pole and it looks like you're in like a, like Fiji, yeah. beautiful, like mountains and trees. The and fishing um, was cool. You push the button and let go and you can kind of, you can cast it and then you use your other hand in a reeling motion. Pull the mic away. So it feels like you're reeling, you know, you're reeling it in. And I just sat and fished on my couch for like, I don't know. 45 minutes maybe it's fun too and it's funny because my the fish is fighting room. and stuff i had my bose quiet pro head headphones on so it sounds like you're fishing um you're fully and immersed. i completely forgot that i'm in a room with like my parents and stuff like everybody's in a room watching me do this so i'm like making Did you noises. figure out how like, to oh, stream shit. it on your tv so they can see what you're seeing no it sucks when you're with other people because they they really need to have one because if they don't have one they don't know what you're doing you're just doing your own thing yeah you can't see them they can't see you so we did that, or and then what, um, what else? Oh, then I jumped on these VRs from YouTube of like a guy skydiving with the wingsuit, and it looks like you're skydiving with the wingsuit, and you could tell again it's fake, but it's a the clarity's not there, right? But the uh, like I don't know, it's and maybe it was because I was high as well the first time I used it, but it made it look so realistic, and and like again, this is like imagine. Imagine you getting a VR at your at my parents. So imagine my parents getting a VR at some point in their life, right? And I get a VR. I bet at some point in life <laughs> there's going to be jobs in the VR world. Oh yeah, 100%. I think that there will be hundred um, percent. I you guys think you're going to be hang. Oh, I, I know what that, you're saying. In inside the actual VR world, yeah, huh? I so I'm sitting there thinking, and I'm like, I bet at some point in life I'm going right. to be able to get in my VR. My mom will be able to get in her VR. And I'll be like, hey, meet me at my house. And she's going to be able to go to my house that I built in VR. And that we're going to be able and to hang, hang out, out. Watch TV or something. Watch TV, do whatever. And then I bet at some point you're VR. Paying, you're paying for cable inside your no VR. No shit. I bet at some point in life there's going to be. <laughs> VR is going to get so realistic to where ah, you're going to have your VR it. life. And you're going to have your regular we're life. We're already in it probably. And maybe you're going to go to. Maybe you'll go do a job in the VR world where you get paid VR cash. And then you use. There's a whole different whole well, different world like a, a parallel universe basically a VR world and our world that's what i think will happen well they're at already some point. so um 
companies, major companies are already advertising in the VR worlds. So when there's games, when you're going down the street, there'll be like a billboard you go by that has like a Coca-Cola fucking yeah. logo on it and stuff like that. Like they're so, at, yeah, they're already, already using it to that. advertise, but there's not people working in it, but they're, and you can go in the game and b- kids, that's what, like my kid, they're trying, they, they want money. Like he wants money to buy these virtual coins to buy the shit for their, their characters. And that's yeah. what, like playing Fortnite and stuff like that. Yeah, when right. switching characters. It's the exact same thing. They just want to go in and they will spend money on literally on real or not on real, real money, but on fake Nike shoes in a VR environment. No, that's, what, that's the shit that I'm talking about. That's, they're already do the doing it. Thing. That's already happening. Because you're going to be able to recreate yourself into whatever you want it to be, right? So it's almost like catfishing. Yeah. So Fucking I, I think that at some point we're not even going to really live this war, sort of a world. It's going to be a more virtual reality based world to where your house and all this shit. I, I don't know if this will really happen. This is kind of extreme, but you know, sitting in your this bubble. This is weed talk right Like now? sitting in your bubble, <laughs> like as in like, you're like a blob almost. You're not even, you don't care about your physical future. <laughs> there's, a, there's a movie Everything's going to be in VR. I can't remember the name name of it, but there's like a movie where that, that's what it is. Oh, but the people, it's not VR though. <clears throat> the people are running robots. Right, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they. you can buy a robot that looks like whatever. Yeah. And it's, so I imagine the, what made me think about this is because I haven't heard this is kind of my own thought. I haven't heard anybody talk about VR people having jobs. So I'm like, oh shit, I kind of I really, really believe in this. And then I'm like, the way I thought of it was like personal trainers. I'm like, wouldn't it be crazy if a personal trainer could jump in your VR, but it would be backwards and he would control your body through your VR instead of your body controlling the VR? You know, I'm like, what if it got to a point where a guy can put on a VR and control my body and work out for me and that's how you can pay personal trainers. Are lit- and then oh, I'm like, in the what? VR world, huh. I wonder if personal trainers will ever, will ever be a thing in the VR world where they're being a personal trainer for someone through VR. I bet. Oh, I bet. I bet they're already doing it. So imagine all this shit right now that we have. Like, Imagine 100 years ago, people never knew of the jobs we have now. That's the thing with like, what is it? The Peloton bikes or whatever? Yeah. Where you pay like a, it's like 100 bucks a month or some shit. It's a monthly payment. Yeah. So that you can sit there and do group spin classes, but in your living room. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I guarantee that people are already. You can't. The headset is too bulky right now to the, to wear the, while working out. Did your control, neck get tired? Yeah, it, the controllers yeah. are as well. I think that they'll they'll probably migrate to something where it's on your fingers. On maybe, your fingers, or it's like, like a glove. Yeah. But I think of that, and I'm like, dude, I bet that it's just going to be completely. Think of a hundred years ago. Man. If you were like a hundred years ago talking about dude, an uh, IT tech, a hundred years ago, people in America, and I know there still are, but people in America in mass were fucking like, what are we going to eat? Yeah. Like we need to find food. Yes. You know, we were smaller human beings. Like, so think, think about talking to someone a hundred years ago. Like I said, about like it, it work. Yeah. Hey, I'm an it guy. They would, they don't even know what the fuck that is. They'd be like, they, well, the big thing then would be the first telephones would be coming out a hundred years ago. Yeah. So they don't even, so that's, that's how I think of it now. In a hundred years from now, there's probably going to be some crazy weird job that I'm like, I didn't even know that existed. Yeah. Maybe, maybe obviously not that big of an extreme. Cause I think we made a no, I know jump. What, I know what you're saying. But, people were saying, people keep saying that, well, when this technology comes out, it's going to ruin these jobs. And like this whole field is no longer going to have a job, but it keeps proving over and over again, these new technologies from, you know, laying phone line cables, yeah. like doing stuff like that. Electricity, when electricity became like a thing, it creates jobs because then you have specialists doing it. Look at how many, look at how many dudes, how many guys, do you know, got out of the military and work in windmills. Oh yeah, for sure. McKenzie does. That's a new, that's like a job being created because of 
Yeah. You know, that new kind of technology, that wind technology. I get deep on Rogan whenever he has anybody <clears throat> to do with like technology or the few, like Elon Musk kind of characters. Dude, the Elon Musk one. I think that the, I just think, dude, those are, and, and there's, there are such a large people. Weird. I think that there's a huge group of people in this world that they think that this is like silly talk. Like there's no way, you know, like the simulation, right? The sim- whole simulation theory. What, where, that this could be a simulation? Right. People. And I don't, not for saying that that's super realistic, but there are people in this world that are like, God is real. That is it. We will always maintain the same. There aren't people who really think into the future that are like, dude, it's not going to be like this. Technology is going to d- take over everything. I think, I think yeah. it's going to be like they say, they're talking about uh human being like evolution. Technology is the next step in evolution. Yeah. So they're saying technology, this is supposed to happen for human beings. Like evolution, we're going to combine together at some point and then we're going to mold together. We're the caterpillar making the butterfly. Right. And that's what people don't believe that. Like if I was to tell my parents that right now, they'd probably be like, yeah, you're crazy. Well, they don't know the technology. They don't really. With older people, part of it's probably they don't understand the technology. And two, they probably don't think they're going to be around to see it. That's scary. That's a big fear of mine is getting to a point where I don't understand the technology. That's why I'm all about, I've downloaded a couple new apps this week, just messing with stuff. I've caught myself a couple times where I'm like, dude, I don't know how to fuck, like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, shit. I've been looking at different Google extensions for Google Chrome. So Google is one of the big things where I'm like, I don't know a lot of things about like Google Drive. I don't know a lot of things about big things that people use. I'm like, God, I got to start using these because I don't don't know about any of that. I don't use Word almost ever. I almost almost always use Google Docs now. See, I don't use that. Because Google Docs, I could sit there and type on it from any computer. And if you like, if it's a project that I need you to look at, I can send it to you and you can jump on and edit at the same time I am. Like yeah, I can see, see your smart. cursor and I can see, I can watch no you way. make edits. Yeah. I can sit there and watch it happen. You do that? Yeah. With that's what we do in school. See that? I don't know that man. This is what all the kids are learning now. Fuck kids. That's see, why I Kale, Kale, and Kale already has a Google account mm, at his, at his middle school. Like, I can't have kids. I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't have kids showing me. Can't have kids knowing more technology than me. Then I it don't just, feel like a child. It anymore. just means getting like taking a computer and fucking around with the stuff. That's like, what, old what is this do. app? I'm gonna open it up and see what it is. That's what old people do. You know, open up Google Docs. Yeah, man, that's uh, the military. That would save so much time. Cause you know oh, how yeah. it's like, hey, we gotta make this fucking briefing. Yeah, everyone get your slides in oh, by twelve hundred. Yeah, you can literally edit it all together in Google Slides. It's yeah, just but, like PowerPoint. Yeah, but they would never do that. But you can... Uh, no, they wouldn't do it because of the network. Yeah. Because of the network issues. Because it'd be... Uh, I don't even think you can get in. But right before I got out, they uh, stopped letting you get into Google ac- accounts at all on uh, Nipper computers. Really? Like, I couldn't sign into my email or anything. Uh, you know what? I always had that problem going to gmail.com. You always have to do it like three different ways to get it to go to the website. But now they like completely removed it. I think it was Why? because... Well, I, and I don't know 100% sure. I think it was because Google said they weren't going to work with the government for their, like, defense stuff. Who owns Google? Do you know the names? Uh, well, it's a publicly traded company now. So it would be who's the CEO? I don't know his name. Wait, I think it's like an, I think he's an Indian dude. Put it that in, like, smart term. What do you mean a publicly? Well, it's so you can buy stocks and stuff. But so doesn't that mean so, I, so you can, it? well, everybody that owns a stock owns it. So there's a lot of people. How does it go from a person owning it to that? Um, so when you, a person, two people created, I think is what happened. Yeah. But then how do they go from, okay, these two guys own this and then they get all the money for it, right? But then what does it mean when they get an offer? They get an offer to go public so they can talk to financial analysts. So when your company's getting big and you're like, man, like 
I really, I, I need cash inflow to move to the next level to do whatever this project is or whatever. Uh, I just need more cash inflow. Or your company's just so, you made it so valuable that it would make a ton of money if you go public. Then you create what's a, it's called an IPO, an initial public offering. And, and then, you know, you open up on the stock market. It comes out on the stock market. And, and then, then people can buy stocks. In and then people company. can buy stocks in it. So like when Facebook had an IPO like five years ago, they only went public like five years ago. Um, I uh, bought stock in them, you know, right after it came out. Wait, so does Mark Zuckerberg own it still then? No. So if he, he couldn't do anything. No, he, he has to, he has to, I, it, he might be the majority shareholder though. But that means he owns most If you're of the it. majority shareholder, then you can... Uh, that's why the people that create a company try to maintain a majority shareholder. Oh. And then they try to keep it where if it goes beyond 50%, where it would be very difficult for the other parties to vote against them. You know what I'm saying? So when when they put it open, right, for everybody to get stocks in it, yeah. do they get the first shot of how many they want to buy and what the price is at? Well, they, they're releasing a certain amount. So they'll be like, we have this many, we're releasing this many stocks. Who says that? The company. Okay. That way, and then financial companies all guess at what the price should be, the opening price. So then they set the price. Hey, it's going to open at 15 bucks or whatever. And when it, or when it opens, you know, people start buying at a certain price, but then when it opens, then reality happens and your company either goes up or down. Oh yeah. So, so, you get- so when the stock market opens, everyone that put in that money for that IPO, cause the thought process is a company like Facebook going public, they're going to make money. It's just, you're, it's going to go up. So you can't buy you as a regular dude. Can't just go buy stocks in an IPO. You have to wait to buy it. Uh, the first day of trading. So there's people like big wigs, right? They could buy it before. It goes you have public. to, you have to be a trader. I think you have to be like with a trading company or a cer- there's like a certain, there's like a, you have to have a, cer- a certain amount of money to trade. And I think you have to buy a certain amount. I, I, don't quote me on that. I'm not hundred percent sure, but there's a certain, there's like, there's like regulation to who can actually purchase into the IPO before it's opening. So when you buy it, oh, right. so when you buy it, you're like, I'm buying it for 15 bucks. And then when it opens on the market, you as the individual can go on like TD Ameritrade or Robinhood or whatever yeah. you use and buy your shares. But at that point it's active. So it's either going up or down. So basically whoever, so say the two Google guys, right? <laughs> they put it open. They can get, they have a good chance of getting like the most stocks right? to, to maintain the share. Yeah. So if it's like two people, that's when you would want like, I don't know how they would do it, man. Maybe like 30%, 30%, and then we sell 30%. Ah. Something like that. And then the more stocks, can they change the amount of stocks they have as they go? Or does it stay that main t- that same number of the stocks they started Sometimes with? you'll have companies, what they'll do is like if a stock becomes really expensive, like Apple was up. Apple, I think Google did it as well, but I'm not 100% sure. But I know Apple was like 860 bucks, $900. I think it was getting almost to $1,000 a share. Excuse me. And um, they split. So they make an announcement. They'll be like, hey, on this date, you're getting a seven for one split. So that means for every stock I own right now on this date, and now I own seven. But the price is also split. Yeah. Which, but that, and all that does is it opens up more, makes it easier for people to purchase, you know, stuff like that. So then what if, if that, now say I have a hundred stocks, right? Or whatever. 
and I want to pull them out. You pull out that amount of money and then you no longer own that stock. And then do they lose that? Where does that money come from? It, it comes from the company. So like directly the company takes that hit, right? When you pull out that company takes a hit. So hold on. Are you talking about when you sell the stock? Yeah. The money comes from whoever you're selling it to. It so could, it could be the company. It could be another trader. Somebody wants to buy. You don't know. I mean, do you, you don't know if someone wants to buy your stock. What do you mean? So like if I want to buy a hundred stocks of Facebook, where do those stocks come from? The whole, whatever. The you go leftover. on like a trading platform, like TDM, like I use TDM Ameritrade. So now I bought the stocks. Where does that money go? To and, that company? and anyone listening, this is not financial advice for me. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> the legalities. Here. I don't know, I don't know I what mean, the legalities are. I traded. I, I started trading with uh, my buddy Lopez while we were in Afghanistan. Him and I worked in the third uh, battalion, six Marines command center. And, I had got my bonus money from reenlisting and it was just sitting in a money market account, which only makes it like a little bit more than a savings account. It ba- I don't even know if it keeps up with inflation. And, um, one of my captains asked me what I was invested in. And I told him, and he's like, dude, you need to do something other than a money market account. And then we kind of talked. And then I talked to my other buddy and he's like, yeah, man, I use TD Ameritrade. Yeah, I just bought this this stock, and he was telling me about Bank of America. All right, so this is 2011. I bought Bank of America at 584, I think is what I bought it at, and I sold it at like ten dollars and some change. So for every stock, I made four dollars and yeah. something, and I had like over a hundred, I think, and that was like one of my first trades. I was like, oh shit! But I had to keep that stock for a little while for it to mature. But so, so when a stock goes bad, that goes down, that company's just losing all that money. The stock's just getting cheaper to buy and you're making less money. Um, so the, I, I understand like, I understand when a stock market, the goes value, down, the, the total value, to buy. the total, yeah, the total you value start of the with company a small goes number down and, and sell with a big number. So you want to start with, you're buying it for cheap and you're selling it for a bunch of money. Yeah. Normally you're buying, you're buying a stock is and the act of buying a stock is you putting your faith that a company is going to do better yeah. than what it's doing right now. You're saying, you know what? I believe in this product and I think you're going to do more. So here's my money and I'm in, you know, some people are in with one stock and some people are in with 10,000 stocks, you know, isn't like, that what Elon Musk did kind of with the, the truck, the cyber truck, you put dollars into it. And you could, you could, everybody, he just, he, he raised an insane amount of capital by doing that, by going, Hey, put down a hundred dollars and it's guaranteed return a hundred dollar return if you want it. And then like all the way up into the, to the time of delivery of the yeah. truck, you could call him like the day before me, like, you know what? I'm not, I don't want it and get the hundred dollars back. Um, so yeah, and there was no like he just got all that cash influx to work to put towards whatever. That guy's nuts, man. It's uh it's people like him that we need though, right? We only need a couple of them because those guys are just. Imagine if everybody was as smart as Elon Musk. But it's crazy. You know, he's not smart about everything though. I don't but think. He's, I think his brain is just. I think that like his brain, like Neil Tyson Degrassi or like, Neil deGrasse Tyson, they're. Their brains just aren't, they don't function the least, same as ours. At least he talks like, uh, whatever his name is, the physicist or the Neil Neil. Yeah. We'll just call him Neil. Neil. Is it DeGrasse? I don't know. It's Neil Tyson DeGrasse, but I don't know if it's Neil, Neil Tyson DeGrasse. DeGrasse Tyson. I can't remember which way it goes. Yeah. Neil. 
Um, he does the Cosmo shows. Yeah, yeah. At least he can seem like he can carry on a normal conversation and be like a normal person. Like yeah, he seems yeah. like a what's up, man. Yeah. Like if I went up to you, be like, what up, dude? He'd be like, what's yeah, up, bro? Elon is not. I'm not saying Elon. He, you'd be like, what's up, man? He'd be like, good he's afternoon, just a fucking robot, dude. Hello. You know, he, he's crazy. What have you built today? <laughs> In the amount of shit he does, he's got SpaceX going, Tesla. He's, what else does he do? I got to get in on that. Probably meth. Probably to keep it going. Maybe. Dude, I love what, you got to do something him. to fucking. I haven't watched it since it first came out. At what point do you do you go from you know what? I'm gonna try methamphetamine today. <laughs> Where you're like, you know what? I know, I know, I know, I know. I've I said seen I would before and after photos, <laughs> Carl. I know, I said I would. I know, I got good teeth. I just want to try it. What's the odds I'll get addicted? <laughs> Here, I don't think I would get it. I think I'd do it, not get addicted. I think I'd probably get it as a kid. The drug classes I got as a kid made me think that like one hit of anything could instantly kill me. As a kid, I thought <laughs> I, I think I saw a meme on it that was like, like "Oh fuck!" I I saw as a kid, I thought way more strangers were going to offer me drugs. Like, how often has any sketchy guy come up to you and said, you want to do some drugs? see a lot of weird-looking vans riding around, but not one of them no. has offered candy or drugs. And no, and that's, I, I think it was, uh, even, what was Dare? <clears throat> I only drug? do weed, though. What I'm was Dare? I only smoke weed. Well, I mean. Well, I just want the people to realize when I say. Oh, I do, sh- I do shrooms every once in a while, or, that's about it. Yeah. Natural stuff. Keep I it natural. El natural. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand when people are like, you know, I want to do methamphetamine today. I'm sure that's not how it happens. I'm sure. I know a lot of times people say that. I don't know, man. The high from cocaine and the high from methamphetamine. Methamphetamine is like 10 times harder and it lasts for way longer. So people get broke from doing cocaine and then they will say, okay, I'll try meth because it's cheaper and it lasts way longer. And then that's how they get caught up in it. For some people. Uh, maybe, man. I don't know. I've never done coke. I don't know. I've never done coke. I've never done meth. And I'm okay with that. I'm pretty... I know... I mean, being from the Midwest, I definitely know people that have been on the meth train. Yeah. You know? Especially being out here. Look at how many of them. A lot of my buddies back in the day, you know, that I used to hang out with, they we all used to be potheads. And then that was always good enough for me, you know? Yeah. You see those fucking pictures of people in... And you see, like, celebrities dying and shit. It's like, you know what? Like, yeah, like, that shit's not worth it, man. I saw our boy Post Malone was crawling around on stage the other day. That dude is always doing something He, like, went down and he, like, he, 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 like, was slurring his words kind of when he was singing. And he was, like, crawling on the stage like he couldn't stand up. So everybody was like, oh, fuck. Like, oh, no way. He's fucked up on drugs. Oh, you mean he, like, went down, down. Yeah, and he, like, couldn't stand up. He was, like, trying to get himself up. And he, like, kept collapsing. And he was, like, kind of weird when he was singing. But I think he came out and said he wasn't like he doesn't he's fine he's not like. But I'm like, dude, does he do looked, drugs? Yeah, I think so. Is, I mean, I mean is that like a known like a, is yeah. that like a known? Yeah, a lot of his songs are about it. Not a lot of them. Some of his songs are about it. I see. I dude, my hip hop knowledge is from back in the day. Bone yeah. Thugs, 80s. you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm listening to fucking old shit. Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah, man. You got Warren G. Fucking summertime Ghost. in the LBC. <laughs> I like Nate Dogg and Warren G. <laughs> I like the both of them actually. Regulate that song is regulators. Real good. Yeah, that have you seen the music video to it? <laughs> a long time ago, dude. The music video is sick. Back when MTV played music videos, I'm gonna listen to that song today. That's a good song. Yeah, <laughs> right, I'm out up. 
I could sing that uh, whole song. What what are your what are your what are your top three songs right now that people should be listening to? Uh oh, Roddy Rich. I'm big on Roddy Rich right now. So like uh, Down Below by Roddy Rich. Have you ever heard of it? Uh, no, I don't even know. Down is Below. That country? Is, no, he's a he's like a, a rapper. <laughs> he's really. You were listening though. to country the other day, so I was like, I oh, listen maybe to listen to country now. Roddy Rich, Down Below, The Box. By Roddy Rich and High Fashion. Those three songs are top $10. What three artists? Oh, man. Um, I'm a pretty big Luke Bryan fan. I've always been a big Luke. So for country, Hmm. pretty big. I like Florida Georgia Line. Everybody hates them because they say they're like not country. You know, they're like pop country. My people, all my friends from back home, they don't like them because, like, my niece always says that. They're They're not 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 country. country But you turn on some of their songs, dude, you're dancing. Like, it's. It's good. Huh. Uh, so that's my country go-to. My rock go-to is... I've been listening to some kid rock lately again. My really? dad and I have been... So my dad and Holy I... We used to listen to that shit all the time. We're going like Collective Soul, Candlebox, Kid Rock. Fuck. Um, like Led Zeppelin. I used, to, no, I used to listen to Kid Rock back in the day. He's good. I don't know how people don't think he's, he's good. He's got a couple good songs, man. No, dude, his whole... We listened to his whole album the other day, and I'm like, these are good songs. These, I don't the, know. Like, lyrically, he's really good. He's got a good beat to him. Have you heard the song with like him and Cheryl Crow? Yeah, he's that's a, a, he's got a really good voice. He's a crazy musician. He's like a prodigy. I think he's like good. If, if you watch a doc, I, I saw a documentary about him way back in the day, and he's a pro. He's like a legitimate. Like he knows how to play all the instruments in the band. Yeah. Like he knows like all this Dude, stuff. He's good, man. He, he knows how to do uh, all the keyboards and stuff, and do the rapping and everything. Turntables. Else. Like yeah, turntables. He's good. I like Kid Rock. I like Slipknot. I'm real big into. I enjoy no. Slipknot. No. Uh, really? No. You know who else I never I like? got into them just because of their shitty branding. I looked at it like, well, who are these fucking weirdos jumping around on stage with fucking masks and it, shit it's on? Not like shitty, a bunch of fucking good, weirdos. They did, they did great. They I looked at that, and I'm talking about a guy that listened to Rob. I listened to Rob Zombie. They were and I look at Slipknot dudes like I look at them like insane clown posse guys. That's that's such a terrible. <laughs> I, you're gonna get. I hope you catch so much heat for that statement, dude. I'm, ta- I'm talking about just the fucking like. How they come off on like their album cover and stuff? Because back in the day, that's back what you used to day, look that's at. That's what it was. It was the album cover. Look at corn. Look at it and be like, Corn's the, the same fuck? way. They got the big fuck. Corn was different. Biscuit, I love same corn. Way. No, none of them are running around with fucking weird ass masks. But you're acting like the masks did bad. They did good. I thought it was weird. Just like I will say, West Borland in, in Limp Biscuit, he always wore like weird shit. I actually thought West Borland Mudvayne, was good. Mudvayne did the same shit. Yeah. Mudvayne did the exact. I'll same probably thing. catch a bunch of shit for. I don't mean musically, they're the same. ICP and fucking. Uh, I don't mean musically. ICP is a bunch of fucking I mean, idiots. I though. mean the way they come off their look. I'm just like, what a bunch of fucking weirdos. Yeah, but you don't like shit, weird shit. You're, I, no, I'm pretty straightforward, man. Yeah, I'm but a uh, old I, school I, classic rock and stuff. I love Limp Biscuit, and everybody hates it. Dude, I was listening to Limp Biscuit the other day. Chocolate Starfish is great. Yeah. And I honestly think that lyrically it's good. It's like it has a good beat. It has everything that music needs. I think people just hate Fred Durst. They just, yeah, they just fell off the map after everybody really started hating Fred Durst. Yeah. I don't know even when it happened. He always used to wear like a red fitted backwards hat and like the. Can't even wear that anymore. No. He always wore it because he was bald. Really? That's why he wore it. I like them. Yeah. I wish I could have seen that. That was my favorite band for a while. Dude, I love Link. I love Lincoln Park. I think they're really good. I wanted to go to. I was so fucking pissed at my mom. If you're listening, I haven't let it go. <laughs> I wanted. To I didn't go, want any crust on that sandwich. <laughs> I wanted to go to the Family Values tour. 
The that original Family cool. Values tour with Mom it was, wasn't having it. It was Limp Biscuit, Corn. Um, it was like Ice Cube, fucking Orgy. Fuck, I think Prodigy might have been there. You listen to No Effects back in the day. Ramstein or Ramstein. I know JT used to listen to No Effects. I bet. No, I know the no. band. I think my brother listened to them. What about Coal Chamber? No, like the Roof Is on Fire song. You know, like they played that, that one song. That album's really good. A I lot of the, the '90s bands, I think they were good. Just like that one, uh, Millions of Peaches. Yeah, Millions of Peaches. Who is that? Peaches for me. Uh, I don't know, but I bet a lot of people are like, "Yes." What's that? Blind Me- that Blind Melon on. plays that song. Blind um, Melon, No Rain. Yes, I we just listened to that song yesterday in the car. Oh, really? Because the car has like a sick ass sound system in it, so we'll just get super baked, Lacey and I. And now our parents are with us, so they're like in the back. Mike's been getting high, so he'll kind of be stoned, and we'll just crank the music, dude, in that thing, and just jam to some golden nineties. There's some really good. These are good. Blind. There's a ton of Blind Melon songs that no one um, knows that it's Blind Melon. Dude, it's just well, they just don't listen to them because they the the only song that ever comes up from Blind Melon is No Rain when people turn on the radio, and the only reason I know him is because he you know the Shannon Hoon the lead singer went to my my high school. Their biggest one change uh, outside of No Rain that one's good, but it's mo- it's a super like mellow like moody kind of song. Tones of Home's good. That's a really good one. Um, yeah. I don't know. Black I, Melon's cool. I used to listen to them all the time back in the day. Pink Floyd was my big ones. I like Pink Floyd. Off the Wall, the sh- the movie. We used to get all ripped back in the day and watch that. If you could pick, if you if you thought there was one classic rock song that people needed to hear, like if they need to sit down and listen to oh, it, man, what would it be? I'm not good at that kind of question. Um, oh man, I like it's. I'm probably gonna take Heat, but like Simple Man by Leonard Skinner. Mm. But I like the Shinedown version I like better. I think the Shinedown version sounds better than it's not. No I know, way. I know, Get I know, the fuck I know. Out of here! He's just got more grit to his voice, and that's what that song needed. Was a little more grit. And that's a like more your emotion. dad the other day was trying to play a Simon and Garfunkel song. What was that song you wanted you to play? Mike wanted to play that. No, no, no. no. It was another band covered it. I have no idea. And I was like, dude, no way. I'm like, that's garbage. He's like, what? I'm like, Simon and Garfunkel did that way better. You are old for knowing whatever Simon and Garfunkel Simon and Garfunkel, man. What can I say? So if I, that one song, that's a good song. Um, Man, what else is there? What are the, what's the song that you said? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's Creedence Clearwater. (laughs) Yeah. CCR, man. (laughs) That was a good mock of it, huh? (laughs) Red, white, and blue. <laughs> <laughs> going to Vietnam. Yeah. Um, that song means I'm going to fucking Vietnam. What's the one song about they're getting picked for the draft? They're the lucky ones. Or uh, Remember the other day? I'm like, oh, shit. I didn't know that's what that meant. They're getting, they're talking about not getting pack, picked for the draft, I think, is what the song's about. I don't know. I don't remember what Come song. Come on. You know what I'm talking about. I'd have to hear it. It's uh, Is it on your playlist? Lucky one. The, the chorus is like not lucky ones. It's... uh. Something ones. Is it a real like musically like? Yeah, it's one of those big songs. It sounds like Vietnam. a symphony almost. Oh, never mind. Um, oh yeah, that's the song. That's the one you were just singing. The same one. Yes. Wait, what's the name of that song? Is it talking about the senator's son? I'm yeah. Senator's son. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's um, the same one. Yeah, I think so. so. Maybe it's not red, white, and blue. All right, yeah, but yeah, that song's a good song. Um, really, any Toby Is Keith it? song. I don't know. I'm high. American girl. You know what, people? You know you took your hat off and put it over the chest on that one, God. guaranteed. I don't even know if I know that one. God damn What? What's it called? Army or American Soldier? <laughs> Dude, I do not like the patriotic fucking country songs. Love them. Not a fan. Why? It's not. It's not that I... It's, a little disrespectful if you no, ask me. No, I don't think so. I, 
I feel overwhelmed by the like patriotism. You know what I'm saying? It makes me feel awkward. Yeah, I guess. Like when I'm around other people that know I'm a veteran and that something like that comes on, they're all like, <laughs> and you're just like, dude, thank you for your service. My son's a Marine, you know, like, I just hit him with and I just don't like Amer- that. When I get that, I say, thanks for being American. <clears throat> yeah. Or I heard one lately, it's Rah. thanks for thanking or something like that. I'm like, kind of, <laughs> kind of giving it back. Thanks for thanking. Oh, thanks for thanking, thanking, bud. Yeah, maybe. And I punch that old man in the face. No, I just don't like the, uh, dude, I remember this one song. We were in Iraq, 2009. The Heat of Iraq, Al-Assad. No, it was on TQ, actually. Real rough out there for all the people that were in Iraq. They're laughing at me because it wasn't rough at all. Um, we were cruising through TQ, and there's a song that came on, or someone told me about called uh, "If I Make It Back." Have you ever heard that one? No. Oh my god, dude! It sounds. I listened shit. to it. Me and my buddy listened to it because we were gonna go pull like a piece off an LVS or something like that. Um, and then I had to drive everybody to lunch that day because I had the van. And uh, I was like, oh, I'm going to play this song on the way to fucking Chow. Dead silence in the entire fucking Ugh. van. And it like ended as we like pulled up to the Chow Hall. Everybody's like, what the fuck, man? Like, what the f- <laughs> If I make it, it's talking about that because at the very end, the dude dies. Like, oh, it's, it's like me and his wife or, or me and his girl are hanging out. Whatever. You have to hear it. Damn. It's a horrible song. I just don't like those patriotic songs, man. I'm not a. I'll take it. I'm old school. Like, if you want a patriotic song for me, I would say Jimi Hendrix playing the national anthem. At Woodstock. And, and, and people have heard it, and they're like, yeah, that's pretty good, man. But you got to listen to it. No, it no, tells no. the story inside you gotta, of it. you got to watch it. Like, watching, and you saw it. We yeah, watched we watched it, it We watched it that one day. So, like, watching it and understanding that Jimi Hendrix won. He played on the final day, the final morning of Woodstock. So his crowd, his crowd was like 50 or 60,000 people. Like most of the people had already left. So most of the people that went to Woodstock didn't get to see Jimi Hendrix play. So he was also in the army before he became famous. He was a paratrooper and he got injured on a jump. That's how he got out of the army. He got injured on a jump. So, so that's how he got out. Anyway, so Vietnam was going on, right? This is 69. So we're in the heat of Vietnam. And like, so that's going on. That's obviously the emotions from that. And then him like actually playing it. Like you said, he woke everyone up. That was like the reveille, like him playing the yeah. national anthem, but like putting in the sound effects with his guitar, of like battle scenes. Yeah. Like if you listen to it you can hear like the explosions and stuff, like it's crazy. You know, I'm like getting goosebumps, like thinking yeah, about it. We but, watched it. That was good. But you got to like watch it and understand the context of where it came from. Not just like, yeah, it's a really good song. Like, you know, it was a good you, rendition you of it. You came up with a good saying for Woodstock. What's that? You did. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> you came up with a really good saying. Oh, yeah. You were either there or you weren't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things. You were there or you weren't. Yeah, uh, like for there's sure. No, there's, they probably tried to recreate it, but it's just not it. Yeah. It'll never be the same. Yeah, the rest That's of us nuts. are on the outside looking in. You know, or looking back on it. Fuck, if you I haven't we watched that documentary, watch it. It's really good. And, oh, we were talking about it. Like, imagine being the dude who was, like, wanting to stay. Like, Jimi Hendrix is open in the morning. Yeah, we should yeah. watch that. And, and your buddy's like, nah, we got to go, yeah, we man. We got to get out of here, dude. We got to get out of here. And I'd be like, fuck you. I would never get let down. I hate you. You know who just texted dead me? to me. Lane just texted me. Oh, did he? Is he still in? He, so he's out now. He, he's going to school. I think he's doing, like, a trade school or something. 
He called me the other day asking me about an AR-15 build or something like that. Yeah. He sounds so much more redneck now that he's been back at home. Does he? Lane lives in Arkansas, like in the He sounds woods. redneck as fuck already. Can I call him and put him on speakerphone just for 10 seconds? Is that a thing? <laughs> if you want, I don't care. Okay, just let me, hang on. He texted me. I just, I just need him to talk. He is country as fuck, though. If you haven't heard redneck, you just wait. Hey, apparently, while, while you're calling him... Well, wait for him to answer. Oh, I'm going to be buttered if he doesn't. Probably doesn't have his voicemail box set up either. I'm going to beat him if he doesn't answer this phone. I actually did beat him a couple times in the Marine Corps. <laughs> I talked to him the other day and I'm like, Lane. La- Lane, is that you? Hey, what's up, Jesse? <laughs> Lane, you're on a podcast right now with Justin Kramer and I. What's up? Oh, yeah. How the hell are you? Oh, you know, another day, another dollar. Get my taxes done a little late. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, bud? Yeah. Any shout outs you want to give? Um, fuck you, nutsack. Nutsack? <laughs> fuck you, nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to get the corona fucking virus, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. How's that deer camp stew delight doing? Zero. Oh, you know, possum steak, some raccoon stew. It's doing just fine. Oh, how is it? How is it? Delicioso. What do you huh? what are you doing nowadays? Let everybody know. Uh, so right now I am currently going to school, and then this semester I'm going to swap over to the post nine eleven and do uh, government troops to teachers. You're going to be a teacher? Is, yes. What are you going to teach? God bless America. Social studies. Help <laughs> God help our Damn children. Is that frog dick in the background? No. I. You know what? I can't take no much more of you. <laughs> Hell. Bye now. Hung up on him. Jeez. He's out. He's uh, going to be a teacher. Jesus Christ. America's education system sucks. <laughs> I'm just playing. He might be super smart. I only knew him. I was a staff sergeant. He was a Lance Corporal. I didn't really know him as well as you did. He yeah. did live like above you on ship though, didn't he? Yeah. He he had... So we... um. We did fast roping one day, and Lane got all the way up to the top, got on the rope, and was like convulsing. His legs were shaking. His whole oh, body really? was convulsing. Oh, really? Because he was so nervous? Yeah. No way. <laughs> like, get down here. He's like coming down the rope like shaking. <laughs> I mean, I understand getting nervous the first time you do it and stuff, but. No, it's high up there for sure. It's, it's... But that wasn't the first time you'd ever done it, though. I don't think so. I remember we did Osprey training and. McDonald grabs the rope and walks mm. it over the corner, so now the rope's not coming straight down. It's going at a complete angle down yeah. over the concrete, over the asphalt. It's not Did you ever the... fast rope on an Osprey? Fuck no. Me neither. I've heard it's bad, though. I never went out the back either of a 53 or anything we fast roped off. I always went down the hell hole because out the back you had to bat wing it and go upside down first, and I didn't do it. I'm like, nope, I'll literally die if I do that. My body will shut down. For fast roping? Or for repelling. Oh, repelling, yeah. Huh. They'd have to bat wing, go upside yeah. down, fl- and I, I'm t- my body would not let me do that. There's no way. <laughs> You're like, this is not right. Your body's like, what are you fucking doing, 100%. moron? 100%. What are you doing? I'm trying to, to save your life. They would put that bird down before I did that because <laughs> I just don't, I think I'd die. I think I'd fall the fuck off. Were you out there when we brought the dogs out and we had the MPs out there uh, doing yeah. fast roping and repelling with the dogs? McDonald's their forgot harnesses? the radio there, so I had to go to tomorrow, wake tomorrow up, and I'm like, hey, I know you, you're not supposed to do this, but I need you to open that cage. I need a radio, man. And he's like, God damn. All right, fine. And he, oh, yeah, I got a radio from, I think it was Delta's radio. What? what are you because McDonald about? forgot the, he was, are you talking about when McDonald was the range? No. Oh shit. I went way too deep then. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what 
No, we, no, no. no. We this was on my first the dogs. Oh, you're right. I was out there for that. I was out there as the RSO for a little bit for yep, that second, that for day. that time. Yep. Never mind then. I apologize. The dogs. But what I was getting at, did someone lose a radio? Where? Should we move on? I didn't lose the radio. So anyway, the uh, dogs did not appreciate going over the edge of the wall on the uh, rappel tower. Fuck, not in the fast and, rope either. And then they didn't like doing it out of the actual helicopter. They yep. were not having it. There were some that we had to put the bite guards on them. Really? Yeah, because they would bite. They're like, yeah, these are biters. We got to put the, because they'll freak out. Because they're just dangling, drools dripping down from like, you know, 50 feet up or however high. Yeah, if, I never thought about that. Dogs are probably like, fuck this. Like, what are you doing, idiot? What are you doing? Yeah, get, get in here. Yeah. Fuck, man. man. I would be a dog handler. I think being a dog handler would be cool. No. You don't think that'd be a cool job? No, because I think I'd feel really bad for the dogs. Because they, they're just well, in, they're in cages the entire time until they get let out by the dog handler. One of my buddies was one. I mean, when we were in Afghanistan, the dogs lived with, in the room. Like, dudes would hang out with the dogs. I mean, like on Pendleton. Like oh, on Pendleton on base, they live in the kennels during when they're not... At all time, until the handler goes and takes them out. So it's on the handler's job. So you have some shitty Lance Corporal that's like, fuck that, I'm not taking that dog out. Who would be like that, though? I don't know. I feel like there's got to be somebody. We They're need to have only... a dog handler come on. Is there any sure. kind of special screening process to be a dog handler? Or is that just a... Oh, man. My is that its own MOS? He's in Texas, though. Huh. That would have been a cool job. I think it would have, but I want... I've had two different people tell me different things that dogs, they're not worth it. They're, they're really not. They do more bad than good. And the other person said that they do more good than bad. Not in a bad way. They're not saying like... But they're like, it is cool to be a dog handler. Like they are, they have their moments yeah. where they're good, but there's just so many moments where it's just inconvenient. Oh, well, yeah. So, so one person told me that, other person told me the opposite. Like logistically, no, they're awesome. logistically, they're a pain in the ass. Because, because like on the Mew, like when we were on ship, we had to send the dog handlers. They stayed in Kuwait the whole time. Yeah. Because they can't, you can't have dogs living on ship. So we had dog handlers like stationed other places. They were to, probably living over there. Oh, <laughs> compared to ship living? Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Fucking living on ships sucked. Jeez. I'll take it back. Yeah. I don't know. Dog handlers. You know, they have some guys, they turn them into dog handlers just for a deployment, like for the bomb dogs. You know, they send them through some special yeah. training. Um, we lost one in 3-6. Uh, the dog detected an ID and laid down because they're supposed to do it and laid down on the pressure plate and it like blew his head off. Oh, I think. shit. Yeah. It sucks, man. It was like a lab, but you know, he did his job. It was like him or... A marine, you know, it sucks. It's it's unfortunate. Yeah, oh, they're great. They're great though. Dogs are great company. Are you gonna get another wiener dog? I think I'm kind of looking at corgis too. That's what we want next. Fucking corgis look cool. I think we're always gonna have wiener dogs, but we really want a corgi. Corgi puppies are fucking corgi butts, dude. Hilarious. They're fucking awesome. Oh my god! And they're god. full. My neighbor had, used to have one on base. They're full of energy. They're fun. They? They're like they're like wiener dogs, but a little bit bigger. But they don't have not too much energy. Like if you want to be calm, they'll just See, chill. The, the cool thing about yeah, corgi is they're not as small as a wiener dog. So like if they got loose, like when they're smaller, Marley would get loose when he was younger, dude. And he'd think you're playing with him, trying to get him back to come back because he's not a very you know he doesn't yeah. listen. And so he's out there dodging around. Yeah, like, you know. And it, one time I was like, fuck it. We're in Tennessee. I was like, fuck him. If he doesn't come back, I don't care, man. I spent like an hour trying to catch him. He would not come back. He thought I was fucking with him. Marley? Yeah. Dude, he was a spry little puppy back in the day. 
Surprise. That was uh probably 2000 that was probably 2012 so about 7 years ago or 8 years ago. He's old. You're getting old, but I haven't heard that word in forever. Yeah, I I used it sarcastically. Okay, okay. Or I don't know if sarcastically is the right word, but if I had a big enough house, I'd get another Great Dane. Yeah, so that's the thing, man. People people like give me shit about having a small dog, but it's just not right to have a, a big dog in a small place. It's Who, California. Who's giving you shit for having Marley? I'll fight him. No, people think, you know, that dude I have shouldn't two have wiener small dogs. dogs. What do they think I about know, me? I know. He's I got my two wiener, wiener dogs, dog. and I put sweatshirts on them when we go out. What do they say about me? You know, the me? last dude on the podcast has a wiener dog, too. Who? Um, I'd have to... His, I can't remember. I'm, damn, I'm so horrible. I'm high. Put me on the spot like do that. Do people not like wiener dogs? The last epi- No, people love wiener dogs. If you like wiener dogs, please leave a comment under this video that you love a wiener dog. Everybody loves They're the greatest dogs. dogs ever, man. I don't, and that's what I'm saying. They're different than regular dogs. They have more of a personality, I think, than any other dogs. Like Benji like gets butthurt at me, and I can tell that he's butthurt. Oh, yeah. 100%. He gives me this look where he's, I'm like, get over here, and he's like, yeah, okay, bud. Yeah. He's a shit. And I pick up my shit. I'm yeah, you like that. throw his ball, and they're like, yeah, okay, dude. <laughs> it's almost like a cat, almost. The other but day it's because they get babied so much. The look other day I was working so on something, small. and I had a fold-out table outside up, like a, a normal-sized fold-out table, mm-hmm. and Benji was getting up on his back legs, putting his paws up on the table and then spitting his ball out at me. So it rolled right to my chest Benji, and I throw it. I have never seen a dog that is that honestly, I've never seen a dog that could use one of those like self throwers. Yeah. He was so good at putting that ball in that little thrower for himself. Yeah. So I, why I, don't I, you get another one? I have a ball thrower. It's like a, it looks like a little egg, not, a, you know, not size of an egg, a pretty big egg. Um, and then it has a hole in the top you drop the ball into so that it's big enough for a dog to drop the ball into it. And then it's like, and it loads up and it think, and it shoots the ball at the other <laughs> end and it launches it. it across the yard and he goes and fetches it. But they only take certain size balls and they're not, you can't buy them anywhere else, but then Petco and then the ball throwing company has them. Mm. But they're these tiny little tennis balls. Yeah. Like the quarter of a size of a tennis ball. But Benji chews up tennis balls. They don't make any rubber ones. Because um, I want something he can't, because he'll chew up that tennis ball. Yeah. And then if the, if that ball is deformed in any way, it won't shoot out of that hole. And that hole is actually kind of fucked up too. Like it'll, the ball fall in there, but it falls too hard and it'll fall past the little tongue that it sits on. So what it is, it sits on this little tongue and underneath the wheel starts spinning yeah. to these little wheels. And then the tongue depresses and the ball falls in and the wheels shoot it out. Yeah. Sometimes when he drops it it's in. It's like a baseball thrower. It, yeah. Sometimes he drops it in, the tongue just depresses and the ball falls in and mm. it doesn't, it can't like load up. Uh, so it's kind of a pain in the ass sometimes. And he chews up those tennis balls to where... If they're even the least bit ob-shaped, it won't pick it up right. Uh, so, so it within, becomes like a hassle. Within like 20 throws, it's already fucked up. Which he'll do that in like 30 minutes. So what I want to do is when I build a new bar for outside, I want to build like a cooler one at some point. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build a ball thrower into the side of it. So he can, mm. it'll be into the side of the bar. So he can just drop it on the side of the bar and it'll pop out the hole I'll have on the other side of it. It'll fling out of it. He loves his ball. Dude, isn't he crazy with it? He falls asleep with his ball in his I mouth. I feel like he's... Sometimes I'm like, dude, your heart's going to stop. There's no way you can keep going. He's high energy. Marley was high energy too, man. They all are when they're younger. Ben, he's just so goddamn... Dude, he's the smartest dog. I, Delilah is the dumbest dog I've ever owned. Everyone loves Delilah, though. She I'm is one of them. a fucking cat. I figured it out last night. She's a cat. That's she's what her she tiny is. head. She's just a fucking cat. Benji is What's like that the fat smartest bitch dog. Now? Dude. Excuse me, we won't talk about that in public. <laughs> like you're the one she, calling her out. I said she looked fine. She's a big girl. I don't know. She's like 12 pounds or something. Huge. But she's t- either. Is whatever. she a mini? Yeah. 
Yeah. But her head is like an extra mini. Yeah, her head is tiny. It's tiny. And she's a little chunky right now, so her head looks super tiny. Think so? Are you yes. not walking them? Are yeah, we've been a, walking Are them. you not a good parent? What the fuck? <laughs> yes, I'm a good dog parent. I have a Benji you button your, I wear at home. That's true, at work. you do. I got a Benji button. You take your shirt. dogs to the dog beach. Yeah, I take them everywhere. Can dogs if get they coronavirus? Were yeah, wasn't there a dog in China that got hit with the coronavirus? Isn't no. that what they said? That can't be true. Let me, okay, keep talking. Let me look that up. You go ahead and look it up. What else is going on in the world right now? Oh, there was just, I just, you were talking and I missed it. There is a, uh, a notification that the U.S. has conducted an airstrike. Um, because, no so, there was a missile, yesterday there was a rocket attack on Tikrit. I think it was Tikrit. I don't have to look. Oh, there's multiple Iranian-backed militia sites are being struck in Iraq right now. So, there's that going on. But yeah, so yesterday... One of these Iranian-backed militias shot a bunch of rockets, and they said like fifteen of them hit the uh, fifteen of them hit the base and killed two Americans and a British person. I don't know if it was a man or a woman, and then injured multiple others. I think at least a dozen other people were injured. Um, last I looked at it was last night, and they were talking about it. Um, they were saying that they were in the process of taking care of casualties at that point. So I haven't read anything new on it, but this is saying that um, right now there there's been multiple rocket attacks in Iraq. And this is coming from CNN. There's been multiple rocket attacks in Iraq in recent weeks, but Wednesday's was the first to cause a U.S. death since December when a U.S. contractor was killed. That death prompted retaliatory U.S. airstrikes against Iranian-backed militia targets in Iraq and Syria. Um, so right now we are carrying out airstrikes against multiple Iranian backed militia sites in Iraq. Um, they assessed that it was Iranians that had shot the rocket. And I think that was, I think that was known fairly quickly yesterday, dude, are we going there or what? Two dudes just died, man. Two, two Americans just died. Two more. And then there was two, two the more, two, the two that died. No, not the two Marsoc guys. That was two Marsoc guys that died as well. Where that at? was different. In Iraq, I as saw well. that on the news. I didn't know. So there's, there's two more. four Americans in Iraq that have been killed. The two Marsoc guys were killed doing um, actual operations, though. These dudes were killed during this rocket attack, I think. And I don't want to speculate. I know a few guys that know that knew those individuals. So nice. that sucks, man. Yeah, that's terrible. That's fucking. That's crazy. How many years later, still people dying from it? 2003 is when we started. In Iraq, 17 That's years. That's man. 17 years. Sometimes I think about that as like, uh, so and when you died in, in war in 2000, say, four, five, super patriotic, super like, okay, like I paid the ultimate Was price. Was it? You think so? In the media. So like... Uh, uh, I don't know, man. 2004, 2005, you don't think so? I think people, I think people were almost immediately against the war in Iraq. I think... There was a lot of pushback from the public in the war in Iraq, um, and then and then it became politically unpopular. So then a lot of people that voted for it, and including many Democrats, I think Bernie Sanders was like one of the only ones that didn't vote for it, and all of them came back and were like, "I should have voted for it." Joe Biden has, you know, backtracked on it and stuff like that. And it wasn't that they shouldn't have voted. In my opinion, it wasn't that they shouldn't have voted on it, or they shouldn't have allowed it they should have fucking had the correct people to run that fucking country after it was after we had blitzed to baghdad it was like all right we're in baghdad we took over all right we got it now what 
you know, and then it was just like, and then everything went to shit after that. So it's the Middle East, man. It's a fuck show. It's a fucking mess. So if you think 2004, say not even 2004, 2000, early 2000s, if you died in war, it was like, okay, he died protecting America, doing this and that. 17 years later, you die in war now. What are people saying? Why Nothing. are we still there? What are we doing? Yeah, there's that. and Or they're just not saying it. Like you, A death in combat now gets like maybe the news, the news cycles are moving so quickly now because of all the politics and everything else that people want to talk about. Something like that gets talked about outside of the military community. Within the military community, you know, you're still going to see posts for days from people that knew the dudes and stuff like that. But outside of the military community, I think they're done talking about it. You know, they will mention that now that this attack happened last night, they'll bring up the last death. They'll be like, oh, and yeah, and then this happened. But yeah. between those in-between periods, they're not talking about people. over. I mean, how many people do we have in Iraq? How many people do we have in Afghanistan? Uh-huh. You know, and we're drawing dudes out of Afghanistan, but peace deal or whatever. That shit's not going to stick. Taliban's going to go through and fucking... I honestly thought that was a joke when I first saw that. Trash. Yeah, one of like the Babylon Bee or yeah. whatever, one of the Onion articles. I. That's the dumbest thing I think I've ever read. <laughs> These dudes aren't going to keep their fucking word. What are you, crazy? Well, you know, the thing... And we already did an airstrike to, and killed a bunch of them because um, they were attacking a bunch of ANA soldiers. Um, the thing about it is, it's like... We don't have an end state. What's the end state? What's our end state there? You can't, you, people say we lost that war. Like that war is lost. How so? And how, how could it have been won? What was the end state? What were we fighting towards? I mean, as someone that's been to Afghanistan twice, I couldn't tell you like what the overall end state was, you know, like, I don't know. What's the big picture. What's, what are we fighting towards? Because I mean, you can say that it was creating for us as advisors. It was prepping the Afghan national army to take over. And to be able to hold their areas, but I mean, I don't know. Was that was it? I don't know. I don't know. It's it's one of those places where you go and it's like, what's they need to have going in, like, here's our clear objectives. One, two, and three. Beyond that, I'm I'm not dealing with it. Like, this is where I'm going, this is what I'm doing. And if it's nation building, if it's like staying for an extended period of time, then it has to be something that people buy into. It can't be, well, in five years, it's not popular anymore and there's an election coming up. So now we need to change our minds because how can you maintain, how can you build and maintain infrastructure and stuff like that in in another country and try to help a society? It's a generational thing. You know, you have to keep people there for years, for decades to actually make a change. But the American public is not going to stomach that. And I, understandably. True. Never thought about it like that. Yeah. I mean, it's a, for places like Afghanistan, man, it's so, it's so fucking out there. Yeah. In the country. But, all right, man. I know you wanted to go for about two hours because you got to go. So, let's go get some food. Let's uh, wrap it up. Is there anything you want to mention before we get off? Oh, boy. I don't know. I think I'm good. Okay. Well, I mean, have, yeah, I got nothing. I don't know. What's your new TikTok? What should everybody? Be oh, I, did, I think I have. Posted. What should everybody be following? You know what? You I did on? post a video. Of God, making man. fun of Lacey. I'll do your TikTok. fucking marketing for you. I totally forgot. I made a video. I acted like I was looking at her ring, and I was like, "God damn!" And she had Crocs on and these stupid socks underneath. <laughs> 
And I was like, what are those? And zoomed in and she, in the background, she's like, come on. <laughs> um, oh, my TikToks. Um, What's wrong with Crocs? I have a pair You're of Crocs. You're Croc people. I wear them too. My TikTok is Michael, uh, at Michael James, but the I is actually a lowercase L. I don't know why. I took it from my Facebook. Why'd you do that on your Facebook? I don't like people being able to look me up. Nobody can find me now. Well, now they can. Damn it. Everyone knows. Yeah, the I is actually a lowercase L, and I don't know how to change that. I didn't put it like that. Well. But that's my TikTok. And you, you just started that. it, so don't expect anything crazy yet. But there will be definitely more to come. I mean, I have, uh, here's my Instagram, fairbear underscore 89. Fairbear underscore 89. or underscore 89 for Instagram. Uh, follow me, watch me do silly things with my family and make fun of Lacey all the time. And I am J Kramer Graphics. And I run jkramergraphics.com. That's what's up. What's up? Check it out. Get me a sweatshirt. Get a scholarship. Hey, if I don't have your logo, which I probably don't, I have some logos. If I don't have your unit's logo, send it to me and I'll add it to the collection. That's the only thing. I, I don't only offer the shit that's on the website. If people need custom stuff, all they got to do is hit me up. Shoot me an email or something like that. But everyone else, have a good day. Wash your fucking hands, you nasty thing. Nasty. And yeah, all right. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With LuckyLandSlots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, bubs.